0: And bring up what you want. Styling toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. FreeTalkLive.com joining you tonight. Mark is going to be with us here. Uh, he's lurking in the background at the moment. You can see him walking around if you're watching the webcam at Cam.FreeTalkLive.com. Uh, but he has gracefully uh, relinquished his seat uh, tonight because it's a really special day. And I have to say that you know I've done a lot of activism uh, in my adult life. Pretty much been doing it all my adult life. And moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, so I could do more activism than I was doing down in Florida. And it's been great thus far, meeting all kinds of wonderful people and creating, uh, you know, this social uh, system, this social network that never existed before, and and helping people do different sorts of activism. And I've so I've been involved in a lot. I mean, I've done politics, I've done civil disobedience, and media creation, and all over the place. Nothing has really ever moved me uh, emotionally like what happened today until what happened uh, today. And we're here with uh, Pete Ayer and Adamo Freeman from LibertyOnTour.com and also, and maybe more importantly, CopBlock.org. Uh, two great websites that I highly recommend that you check out if you have not yet taken the time to do so, especially if you've heard these guys on the air before with us and you still haven't gone to uh, to one of their sites. Please take the time to go because um, you guys are with me here tonight because, well, for lack of a better term... You kicked butt today <laughs> and uh, the last day. Uh, you won for as as much as anything could be won in this system that is designed and stacked against you. I mean, you always lose when a government bureaucrat comes after you. It's usually a, it's always a loss of your time and your effort and usually some of your money. But you minimize that. And by all viewpoints, you won a court case today, a decided victory with a jury, which is it's a historic day because it's the first time I've ever seen or been involved in a case with liberty-minded people saying no to taking the plea deal and you guys had a number of plea deals offered to you and just going all the way representing yourself not having uh, a lawyer be the person who is uh, you know f- is is so-called representing you and uh, you guys did it all all on your own for the most part you had a few lawyers to consult with uh, but you ran your own case and you came out with not guilties on every single charge for the ones that weren't dropped in advance of uh, the jury's opportunity. Welcome back to Free Talk Live. I'm glad you guys are sitting here rather than in a cage tonight. Yeah,
1: thanks for having us. I appreciate it. And for the kind words in the beginning, uh, I even got choked up a little bit. And I don't know why, because for me, it was more about the education and showing like how call floods were effective, which coplock.org does, how being transparent and honest. And I think You know, I can speak for us both when we say our consciences were definitely clear going in, but it was just a total win having, you know, the state kneel and having the cops look as bad as they did. I mean, if I had to do time for what they alleged and so be it, I think we had already won by being effective and getting the awareness out in Greenfield and showing, you know, they got a problem there like most places do with cops, but uh, showing people how to be. Uh, you know, how to hold them accountable and ways to do so. So I think it was a win before the win today. Yeah,
2: yeah it felt really powerful for me as well. I appreciate the kind words as well, Ian. Um, you know, uh, for me, the impactors really felt it was a, deve- a defensive thing. You know, we either had to show up or not show up. We decided to show up, and uh, we did really well. We represented ourselves pro se. They assigned us lawyers, uh, standby counsel over objection. Uh, we pretty much went it our own. I think Adamo's opening statement uh yesterday morning kicked it off set the tone and uh state called three witnesses who pretty much proved our case for us we didn't even have to call any of our <laughs> witnesses they arrested yesterday this morning we gave closing arguments and felt really strong there uh made appeal yeah. to conscience and uh you know at the end of the day we we came out and uh you know yes we won in this legal land this great fiction but at the same time for me the big win was in the hearts and minds of people because you know i got an email this morning from a friend i hadn't heard from for, for years and he just said hey man i'm praying for you you know and i'm not a religious guy but you know like that was cool and just like some of the guys on the ground some of the the bailiffs even were shaking our hands and saying good luck you Incredible. know like they know they know what was wrong and they know what we were standing up for was right so i appreciate all the support
0: and if you wouldn't if you hadn't have stood up then what would this have been it would have been. Well, you you pushed it to the end, and that the final plea deal was yeah. The final plea deal bucks. was
1: British buyout, a buyout of three hundred dollars. Buyout and it all goes away. Two I also hear two the- felonies, three misdemeanors, or five misdemeanors. They all goes away with no. 300 bucks.
0: I heard rumor today that it was three hundred dollars, and you had to agree not to sue them.
2: Oh yeah, that's always in the
0: deal. Yeah. That's always in the deal. We could <laughs> yeah.
2: never. We could always. Yeah, yeah. that's another f- telling statistic about what happened. You know, we got. Uh, arrested for supposed trespassing on public property, and then at the end of the day we have three felonies and five misdemeanors between us and then uh, today you know when we went to trial, we only only three of those eight charges remained and we we got not guilty on all those, so you know they 're trying to threaten people and uh, to take pleas and so check out uh, never take a plea and and uh, google don 't take a plea deal and uh, stand up for your rights
0: now uh, never take a plea dot org org. Yes. I have to admit I've worn the shirt, but I haven't actually gone to the site. Um,
1: no, it's a great site. They they're trying to encourage folks not to take the plea. They have a calendar so that you can gain support. Does with he other link folks. to the
0: flyer the don't take the plea deal flyer? I believe
1: there? so okay. I, I think there even works to make one I'll similar
0: on that. to that. So. The more the the more the merrier yeah. as far as I'm concerned yeah. because I mean this is a proof a total proof of concept for people. In multiple different ways. It's proof of concept of uh, the idea of doing it yourself and being able to be successful in front of a jury uh, without having to be a lawyer. Right. Because you can make contact with the jury directly. And, uh, and we saw this work for the most part in the Bob Constantine case, uh, and you guys came out there to see that. Um, so I imagine he was, to some level, an inspiration for you. Absolutely. Uh, we we yeah.
1: mimicked some of the tactics and events that surrounded our case around it, especially with the sign holding and stuff yeah, that took place. he and
2: his son Brooks, a crew from Grafton rolled out, folks from Manch, you know, other states, even New York. Vermont. Yeah, people were representing. Man, us, I mean, lots awesome. of
0: uh, lots of supporters from yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Of course, uh, you know Bob Constantine's case. He was accused of growing plants and was not convicted for growing plants. He was convicted for possession of marijuana, which was a lower charge. And the jury decided to make that change. And so it was it was like a it was almost a total win, but not quite. It was it was close to a total win. And now you guys facing felony charges uh, of wiretapping for recording video and audio at uh, at a local jail in the Greenfield, Massachusetts area. This is, by the way, we've talked about Massachusetts before on this program as being one of the worst, one of the worst states as far as wiretapping enforcement and just the crackdown and the demeanor of these uh these police. I mean you guys were really up against it as far as the system is concerned.
1: Yeah, looking back at it, like I said it to Pete on the way back to Keene, New Hampshire here. I said we just did this in Massachusetts, one of the worst states for recording, and there was about 11 lawyers in there that were not on either side or with the state, but that were just observing, that were interested in the verdict. I don't know how many of them cite cited or what precedence this really sets in a district court, probably not very much. But I mean, it was definitely interesting.
2: Yeah, I was. I was just telling Jason Talley. I mean, uh, from CD Evolution, who who helped uh, live tweet this through Coplock's Twitter feed. He did a feed. great job. By the yep, way. and Talley TV. It was great. Great having that uh, on the ground. It was very timely. But I was telling him, you know, they they stack these charges against people who question their authority, and uh, in an effort to to tear them down and uh, scare them. But you know, we're standing together uh, for what's right, and it's only making us. It's only connecting the community.
0: How was this uh, in comparison? It's not the first time you guys have been in court. Uh, You actually were under attack in Mississippi a while back uh, when you guys were rolling through as part of Motorhome Diaries. For our listeners that don't know, we haven't really gotten back into much background here. You guys have been known, and you made a lot of friends in the Liberty movement by traveling around and going on tour, uh, first with MotorhomeDiaries.com, then with LibertyOnTour.com, and LibertyOnTour.com is still active uh, to some extent. But you've gone around from place to place, and as you were traveling through Mississippi, there was a, a situation with cops and cameras again. Uh, y'all went to trial down there, and uh, how is it different down there as compared to up here?
1: Mississippi had a little bit of different tweaks. Like, the jury process was a little more secretive. It was an open court with all you know 60-some supporters that were there. Um, just little rules about, like, omitting evidence. Here, you gave it to the DA beforehand. Like, in Mississippi, I had to testify to where it came from and how it was created. So You said
0: there was about 60 supporters in Mississippi? No, no, no. I was saying oh, okay. here in Massachusetts. What was the support like down in uh, Mississippi?
2: I think there was only like five of us that we drove down there because it was a. Uh, the You drove
0: the people there. But, what but the yeah. first
2: time we had folks from Nashville and New Orleans and uh, you know Virginia and else. People did
0: come from a long way. That yeah. that uh, That is for sure. But having the people there with you, that's got to make a huge difference. Definitely. I want to talk about Definitely. how the audience was a factor in all this. Huge. So when we come back, more huge. coming up here. 800-259-9231. Free talk live you <laughs> This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and we give you the features there for free so enjoy those on us mobile site we've got one of those you can go to m.freetalklive.com get a smartphone get quick access to our live streams there as well as our podcast and of course it's free like the rest of our site m.freetalklive.com now of course we're talking with pete Nademo from libertyontour.com and copblock.org and Hopefully, you won't end up in a courtroom situation at any point in your life, but as the government expands and gets more intrusive and expensive, it becomes more likely that you will. And so, therefore, you might want to know a thing or two about exactly how that system works. I know it's awful, but it it's important to know some of these things. Jurisdictionary.com. Is where you want to go to get a course for people who don't have attorneys. It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. And until you know their rules, you're fighting in the dark. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal cases in state or federal courts. costs less than an hour with any good attorney. And the four-CD course is so easy, the average eighth grader can learn it in a weekend. You can visit Jurisdictionary.com, download all kinds of free stuff, uh, free videos, legal dictionary, tips and tactics, newsletters, and buy the course, of course. Uh, Jurisdictionary.com. You can use their pull-down menu when you check out and let them know you heard it from Free Talk Live. JurisDictionary.com, uh, Pete and Adamo are here and great. Uh, thank you guys for taking time out of your uh, what is a, a busy post-trial schedule. There is a party uh, in your name happening as we speak, and so you uh, you know gr- gr- gratefully I th- I'm grateful that you uh, you gave your time here. Oh, we're happy to be here, man. Yeah, man. we're good.
2: appreciative that you think uh, you know to get Free Keene and other projects involved
0: behind us. Well, Mark, uh, my, my co-host Mark, who's sitting off camera at the moment, uh, did mention that there was one correction to something I said earlier. There has been another activist who has been found uh, not guilty in court uh, on some sort of nonsensical you know, charge like you guys were, uh, except uh, it was Menno Troyer, and he was one of the trespassive 12 um, I was arrested in this trespass of 12 group, but Jim Johnson, who we've been talking about for weeks now, he's been in jail forever. He was also arrested for this trespass of 12 thing. Uh, so they, the, the people that were arrested for this trespass, their sentences in the same courtroom ranged from uh, guilty all the way on down to not guilty, and Minnow was the one of the group that was found not guilty.
1: It's for the same offenses, too.
0: Right. It's completely ludicrous what right. was happening there. But I wanted to clarify that, although that wasn't with a jury. So you guys, historic case today, you're the first Liberty uh, group or Liberty folks that I've ever seen, ever heard of, to actually go all the way with a jury trial and be found not guilty by that jury. On top of that you actually got to talk to one of the jurors uh, afterwards although I don't know what the legality of that is so let's just say Jason Tally from uh, tally.tv got to interview one of the jurors uh, afterwards and you guys at least uh, overheard some of it from what I understand.
1: Yeah that's correct uh, one gentleman uh, Darcy stopped out and talked with Tally TV and uh, gave us some good insight you know he talked about at the time the jury was allowed to deliberate uh, Pete was only facing wiretapping charges Not only, but the wiretapping Mm -hmm. charge. I had that along with the resisting arrest still. And uh, the judge had thrown out Pete's resisting arrest before the deliberation due to the fact that the state could not prove any of the elements of resisting for Pete. Uh, Both officers said that they were not in threat of violence or anything like that.
0: Now, that was a move that kind of surprised me. Like, right at the end of the trial, the the judge... Throws this charge out and it never never got to the jury. We had
2: filed motions this morning. Uh, We had uh, friends uh, contact us. Uh, for Maryland, and uh, standby counsel suggested it as well. But just what is the, what file was the a motion, motion essentially to say there's not enough evidence because the state had rested yesterday morning.
0: Was it a motion to dismiss? Yep, yeah, a motion to charges?
2: dismiss these two charges because there's no evidence that can support them.
1: Right, you can do it after, after the, the state, state rests. You can say they haven't met it up to this point, and the judge can agree with you you're at this You're missing
0: this element, you're missing this element, right, boom.
1: And throw it out. So based on the testimony of huh. uh, Captain Schindler and Sergeant Dodge yesterday, who both said that Pete nearly went limp, was passive, but did not resist, use violence, or threaten to. So that
2: was some of the elements of the burden. Right, proof we asked ask every witness the state brought, if they ever felt in fear of great bodily harm, or they all laughed, no, you know, so.
0: You guys put a lot of, you know, a lot of effort into this. You certainly yep. did plan in advance some of your questions and a lot of that. A lot of time went into this from you guys' side. Um, but clearly, I, I think you would have done it regardless of whether 50 people showed up or five people showed up. I think you would have done the same performance. However, there were over 50 people there on the first day, like 54, I think, 52 at one count. Uh, Today, well over 30 people showed up on the second day, which was really much more of a a wrap-up day. It was pretty much jury deliberations aside from closing statements this morning. Uh, But you still had a tremendous amount of support come out.
1: I'm not exactly sure, though. It would have went the same way. I think because Pete and I had – the state had three witnesses, and we subpoenaed six more. Mm -hmm. We were really prepared to take this way further. We were going to get into citing some case law. We were going to talk about an internal investigation that allegedly happened within the mm-hmm. police. And we even had the mayor called to, uh, as a witness <laughs> yeah. for, for some papers. So this was going to get really big. But the reason we didn't is because not only did the two officers that did take the stand make themselves look really bad. They both lied. They both admitted that what they had arrested us for they didn't really think was that charge to begin with, whether it was wiretapping or the resisting arrest and uh with the crowd cheering and the sign waving Pete and I at the man, end of the
2: day right out of the gates man like at, right after the first opening statement and the applause from the audience, the crowd man all our friends it was it was awesome and then today uh after the jury brought the not guilty verdicts back and was exiting the room there was a standing, standing ovation, ovation and it was awesome like, yes exactly they did that you know it was you know and the it lasted because, until they
0: left the room oh yeah
2: past that it was like yeah it was awesome it was uh showing but, them respect and also patting them on the back for doing the right thing well but you
0: answer my question before i even got to it which was you know how how was it different because there were so many people there supporting you with the applause, with the laughter? At the I state's think the energy
1: went to the jury. I mean, the people were they had to know it was something special. Bro, oh, yeah. Even when the prosecutor's questions were lame or the answers were even worse. You know, the the crowd would moan like, Oh, it's clearly a lie. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we pointed out later, they would they would cheer and, and is you know. like
0: the question where the cop was asked, uh the one that arrested you guys yeah. was asked, uh, have you ever broken a law? And he yeah. says,
1: No. Uh, yeah. Nope, never. Ridiculous. He said, Nope, never. And, and, then, and point- then as soon as we left court yesterday, he's he's on video jaywalking across the street. <laughs> that was perfect. Breaking a law.
0: Uh and so, what well, was his first time ever. Well, that's what I was going to say. If he, right. if he, that was true, he
1: didn't last very long after that statement.
0: <laughs> uh, Todd but, but M. On, Dodge, by the way. Right, taught, taught M. M. Dodge. the cop in this case. Uh, so it was just incredible. I was just watching the, I, again, I was there yesterday for the whole thing. Unfortunately, I had court this morning myself in Concord, so I, I was bummed that I couldn't uh, make it back out. But luckily, there's plenty of supporters there, and it, it had to be infectious. Because if you look at uh, a story somebody was telling me, maybe it was one of you guys, but it was of uh, folks being here in court locally in Keene, New Hampshire, where we had a bunch of us in there to support somebody. And there was one lady, I guess, that wasn't with the you know the group. And, of course, we're frequently not standing for the judge, which there was like 50 people that didn't stand for the judge at your trial yesterday, which was incredible. Um, and so nobody's standing for this judge. And, of course, this woman who's never experienced this before is standing up. And she's like the lone person standing up when the judge, the judge comes in uh, because the rest of the room is activists. And apparently after about th- two to three instances of this, like on the third time... She stayed sitting? She stayed seated. Nice. That and it wasn't crazy. because she knew you know, she was principled or anything like that, uh, but it was because she went along with the crowd. Or she conformed. Now, obviously, we want people to think for themselves, ideally. But once we get to a certain point of saturation of activists, activists to regular people, people will start behaving like activists. They're going to go, you know, right. they're going to back down if the threat oh, comes. The majority of people are but, conformists. They'll do right. what right. everyone what else are is doing.
2: About the American Revolution and how many actually were advocating the ideas of liberty. Not that many. Exactly. In scale of things.
0: We'll come back with more your thoughts as well if you want to share them. Uh, and have a question for Pete Nademo. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live.
3: Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond... TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert Ilya Zlobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. And if you've got a question for Pete and Ademo, they are here uh, tonight for the remainder of this hour. And then they're off to uh, a victory party, much deserved, uh, over at the uh, the Keene Activist Center. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there. The cam's there. You can go and watch uh, if you'd like and also chat, interact with other Free Talk Live listeners over at cam.freetalklive.com. Uh, That, again, is cam.freetalklive.com. And like all the other features on our site, it's completely free. Plus, you want to get your hands on some gold and or silver? yeah, it's probably a good idea, considering the uh, U.S. dollar is not exactly going up in value. Uh, You might want to get your hands on something real, something tangible, something that will always have value. Uh, Go to gold.freetalklive.com and you can hook up with some Lakota Nation silver rounds, 20 francs, British sovereigns, Montana Silver Reserves, and others uh, selected by Mark and uh, Mark, our co-host Mark, who will be back here in a little bit, uh, and uh, Ted Anderson from Midas Resources. to Make it easy to get your hands on gold and silver because it can be overwhelming with all the different choices out there. It keeps it simple, and I think you're going to find that the rates are pretty competitive as well. Check around, make sure, uh, but then when you're ready to make an order, uh, check out gold.freetalklive.com or call 877-857-9938. That's 877-857-9938, gold.freetalklive.com. And remember, when you order your your gold and silver through that link, Free Talk Live will get a small portion. I mean, it's not a whole lot of profit to be made on these things, but we will get a little bit. So again, gold.freetalklive.com. Pete Adamo, thanks for sticking around. Appreciate you having us. Right on, man. I was going to
2: do a little personal plug. A couple years ago, I did business through gold.freetalklive.com.
0: Cool. And you were satisfied? Yes, sir. Excellent. Yep. Uh, So we're we're back on this discussion about uh, your success today and yesterday in Greenfield District Court in Massachusetts. Not the place where anybody wanted to make a stand for liberty, but they brought the fight, and you guys didn't back down. Uh, you actually originally there to bail somebody out, because somebody had gotten arrested, one of the activists had gotten arrested for a possession charge or something like that while traveling through the area, and you'd gone down just thinking, oh, we're going to bail them out, take them back.
1: All right, and make a little back. video about the bail process, come on home with our friends. Right,
0: and they got to stick up their butt about the, the videotaping, and you got arrested, uh, charged with resisting arrest, and also, uh, you know, wiretapping and a few other charges as well. Uh, you 've come out completely victorious in the case. A lot of people are asking, uh, "Is there going to be some sort of a a legal suit?" legal uh, strategy involved in trying to, I guess, make things right? Because you guys have had a lot of time sucked away from you. You've had a lot of money uh, sucked away from you. Just not in hiring lawyers, because you didn't do that. You won this all on your own. But still, just the time of going right. down, the gas, and filling yeah, for, up LARV and having to drive.
2: For us, it's an opportunity cost. You know, every every hour, every day we spend down there working on this. I mean, it's an hour and a day we can't spend on something else Great to point. advance our project. So. Uh, but at yeah, the what same else time, you've
0: been doing if you weren't dealing with. This? Oh, exactly.
2: But at the same time, yeah, the scene and the unseen. But at the same time, you know that we use this, this defensive uh, strategy as a as a means to educate folks and share ideas, which, you know, we already touched on. I think I think was done pretty effectively. I mean, there's folks on the ground now in Greenfield. You know, we can't uh, rock in the cop lock shirt. I went on a bike ride last night after uh, after we worked all day and uh, and were at court all day, and uh, you know, within a couple blocks, I saw a couple people walking around with cop block shirts, and it hey, was, incredible. It's awesome, like really good people down there. And so
0: you guys ended up making a mark, essentially. I mean, a permanent mark on the you know the minds of the people in Greenfield. Well, I, I
1: hope so. I mean, I hope they are inspired to do this themselves. And I know some folks that we met down there and that we see comment or that contact us through the websites say, "Oh, you guys have this big you know media center to to do this all around and." Sure, we might have more uh, access to some things than others, but these were, you know, two felonies, five misdemeanors, or three felonies, excuse mm-hmm. me. And, uh, you know, for anybody else, you could scale this way down for underage drinking, v- victimless crimes, speeding, you know, just go around. Do I own myself with little flyers? And so you could do just as effective activism on a much s- right. smaller scale. If you, haven't need hurt,
2: to be. Yeah, if you haven't hurt anybody, you know, don't be scared. Just go in there, hold your head high, and, and just tell the truth, you know. I agree. Let the chips fall where they may.
0: I think that you guys are a big inspiration for a lot of people. Uh, clearly, lots of people pay attention to what you're doing, and they look at what you're doing, and they say, wow, well, if, if Pete Nademo can do that, then, uh, then I can, too. And I hope that the, they can, that's yeah, for sure. Because right. I mean,
2: we're just a couple of scrubby punks. <laughs> right, you, know, you had I mean, sandals
0: on uh, right. at court, I think. Yeah, I was wearing flip-flops oh, yeah.
2: and T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, one of the guys in the audience was commenting on how funny it was listening to you shuffle around. Up the... <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and I have tattoos on my arms and hands. And, and Yeah, I mean, Todd M. Dodge, the, like the juror said today, when you caught him lying twice, you know, here's this guy in flip-flops and tattoos, you know, who was... Anti-police and anti-government, as the newspaper
0: was saying. Let's uh, uh, let's go to the phones here and see what uh, folks have to say. Let's talk to Frank in New York. Frank, you're on Free Talk Live with Pete and Demo.
4: Hello, gentlemen. Congratulations on your victory. We were discussing this last night on the show, and I really think you should uh, bring legal action against the uh, police officers as well as the uh, uh, town that uh, this occurred in, in Massachusetts. Right. And... Uh, Because ultimately, these men, they perjured themselves, they lied, and uh, they violated your civil rights. And I think they shouldn't be police officers with that. I mean, they're corrupted. And, uh, you know, now this is the first part. The second part is, uh, you know, uh, solving the problem. And that means getting these cops that perjured themselves out of the uh, police
2: Right. Uh, in yeah, fact, we they pre-
4: shouldn't even be allowed to be police officers anywhere else. After right, this.
2: Frank, we appreciate the call. It's obviously a conversation we've had and a conversation we will need to have uh, again in the short in the in the near future, but uh you know the um, the court case that, or the uh, case that happened down in Mississippi that Ian already mentioned uh, two years ago, at, uh, it's at motorhomedires.com dot com slash Joan County. You know, we're still pursuing a nineteen eighty three suit down there. We still have civil suit going down there in federal court. Right. So this is a long process, and you know, uh, you know. So we'll we'll talk. Yeah, about for, it and see for what me, happens.
1: it's more of a how much time do you have, right. and that's a scarce resource we all share. So we need to allocate it to something, and we
2: do need to still eat and do other things. So well, right, but at, but at the end of the day, we do want to you know hold individuals accountable for their actions and say you're right. not above the law.
0: Thanks, Frank, for hey, the you, call tonight. Yeah, I appreciate you, oh, hearing from you thanks. at eight hundred two. 5-9-92-31. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't blame if you just were done. You know, wanted to say we're done with this and and walk away from it. But on the other hand, you know, getting fifty grand out of it wouldn't be uh, too bad. If
1: there's a lawyer out there, or more preferably, a, a activist that's uh, willing to take the lead on this, you know, yeah, and I got to sign some papers or work, uh, you know, at times with them. Like I'm more than happy to do that, but you know, I can't take it up on my own like we did for this case. You know, yeah, absolutely. It's a little, it's a little more time restrained.
0: The court stuff just sucks away your time and it's sucks right. away at uh, like you said you're just right. distracted plus when it's
1: state charges we can get away with not signing their forms not consenting like we did through the whole beginning of this until a council just assigned to us and it was off the trial but when you're suing them and you don't have a form or make a deadline then it's just out the window you know your case is over it doesn't matter anymore mm. so you can play around with their deadlines the other way when they're forcing you to come there but when you're going after them you miss one thing and it's over yeah, so. it's
2: a system. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we shouldn't have to go to law. We shouldn't have to go to school for three years to understand how to operate, how to tell the truth. You know, they purposely right. make it uh, convoluted. Uh, they won't even communicate their policies to us. Uh, you know, it's so unaccountable. So not transparent. You know, it's like think about going to the DMV every day almost for a year over a year. You know, we call these people, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of times trying to get answers. <laughs> and uh, didn't get
0: anything, you know. And the complete. Even
1: after we distributed two thousand DVDs I or know.
2: flyers, not even
1: the media in the area would call these guys for comments. Incredible,
0: you know. Yeah. Did they finally come out the newspaper that it was across the street from the courthouse? Did they ever come out at all? Yeah, no, they, they, they ran a couple they, of stories.
1: Yeah, they ran one earlier in the week that was uh, okay, and then they ran one. Yeah, the story uh, this earlier this in the
2: week. You know, they would mention things like, "Oh, and Air was also charged with, you know, uh, felony ammo and this Ven manipulation." But then not mention that it was dropped all a those week were ago. Dropped. Yeah. yeah,
1: and then today they were talking, or that same article they talked about the flyers and how we, they're trying to spin us to look bad like we were impersonating officers when we were really just trying to have a satirical piece that, you know, is funny and gets people to laugh and then be aware about a situation going on, but, so yeah, I don't know. Then today, I guess there was an article online right now that says, wiretappers
2: tap, wire found not guilty. It's, <laughs> yeah, a friend the CAC, yeah, a friend of the CAC just said, that's just like saying murders found not right. guilty, you know, right. like... Right. So it's Like today. you
0: guys are the O.J. Simpson. Right, right but there, right. there
2: have been some real good articles that have come from uh, The Republican, which is at MassLive.com. Okay. Pretty fair, pretty in-depth. You know, they give overviews of voluntarism and natural rights. I'm <laughs> like, this is great.
0: I posted one of those to uh, cool. freekeen.com the other night. And, of course, uh, Tally.tv on his YouTube channel. There have been plenty of uh, live-streamed updates that have come out over the last two days. So if I you haven't love seen the any Indian journalism. Night,
2: and we're going to chop up a video with all the footage Bo captured and the stuff that Tally shot.
0: There's more coming back here. You guys are with us for the remainder of this hour, 800-259-9231. If you've got a question for Pete and a demo, and they're back in New Hampshire now, so I'm sure we're going to have them back on the air at some point, because uh, that's what we do. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. You already know that you can support Free Talk Live and the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund by starting your Amazon or New Egg shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. But did you know that you can also spend bitcoins at Amazon or New Egg? That's right. Start your Amazon or New Egg shopping at spendbitcoins.com. And you can buy just about anything with bitcoins. So if you're using fiat currency, start all your shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. But when you want to spend bitcoins, start all your bitcoin shopping at spendbitcoins.com. That's spendbitcoins.com. This is Freetalk Live. Bring up what you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI tool free line. You can join us on our website. At freetalklive.com, we give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Joining you tonight, it is Ian. Pete and a Demo uh, Pete Anadamo, courtesy of copblock.org. Uh, let's talk a little more about Copblock here in a moment. Uh, but 800-259-9231, maybe you've got some comments or questions uh, for Pete Anadamo. They're here with us for the remainder of this segment, and then they're going to go party, I think. Or maybe not, because actually we just got news that Jim Johnson might be getting out of jail
1: Maybe we'll go
2: spring a fellow activist. After, yeah,
0: after being in for... Uh, Almost a full three weeks for not filling out a form.
2: Right. Right. Yeah, you can check this out at org slash tag slash Jim-Johnson, or just go to Coplock and search for Jim Johnson. We cut up a little video last week. It gives a little overview, and uh, a couple days ago, I was able to go with uh, Bob Constantine, uh, Jason Talley, and Hannah Hoffman to go visit uh, Bob uh, and—or, sorry, visit Jim, and— you know, boosted his spirits, but what they're doing to him isn't right. And, you know, Absolutely.
0: Right. I mean, as elated as I was, and right. I was, I mean, literally, I was tearing up over the, the news about you guys being found not guilty by a jury. I mean, I was just saying to myself, thank you to this jury for, for finally nice. doing what a jury is supposed to do, and that is you know, judging the law itself. I mean, and I don't even know if they really even knew what jury nullification was because we never handed them any uh, kind of flyers. You should have
2: heard, we mentioned nullification, like, to the judge on the little side thing and around Numerous our, our side cancer, and everyone's like, you can't say that word. And they'd, like, see, even the slap us, like, you can talk around it kind of thing, but you can't, we don't say that word here. And it was like, uh, wasn't we, this we something the, that used to be included in jury instructions, you know, in, according to your own records, you know, and they're just like... The
1: judge wouldn't even answer. He'd just look at the counsel, like, take care of this. Yeah. Like, tell it. Whoa. Not, yeah,
2: whoa. so... I would encourage people, like uh, you know, during my opening statements, I would say, uh, you know, for each of these charges, we faced two and a half years in uh, objection. But at least I got it out there, and it, yep, you know, they'd exactly. all been sustained. And you that know. turned
0: out to be a factor, by the way, from what I understand with the interview of the the yes. juror, the one juror that gave yeah, the yeah, exactly.
1: He said he didn't want to put anybody in jail for these things, you and know? he
0: stood firm from what I understand awesome. because also in the very beginning of the jury or the jury deliberation process apparently the the vote was against you guys, yeah,
1: he told me that uh for my wiretapping charge i i was that I was very close to uh being found guilty, that it was four to two, and that at one point before lunch, he just said i'm not changing my mind, and uh so we can sit here all day awesome. he's, he he asked to, to, mis- to point out one thing in the video on how he's like, Look, the guy could have been making a phone call because we didn't really get into that Because like I said, I thought that it was pretty clear that the recording was not done in secret and so on and such, but um he said, I don't want to put this guy
0: in jail for making a mistake, is what he said it came down to. His willingness to stand firm for his right. belief is what swung the rest of the jury. Say, well, if he's not going to move, then we'll move, move in his direction. Right. And and if you can't beat him, join him.
2: Right. Yeah. You know what's funny? Now that I think about this, uh, in the second uh, clip we have from the raw footage we got back, there's, it's uh, a day one myself outside on the sidewalk outside the Franklin County Jail with Todd M. Dodge, Brian Schindler, and Jordan Lamackey of, uh, of the Sheriff's Department. And uh, at one point, Todd M. Dodge was like, you know, what uh, uh, says something about, a, well, you can work through the court system that apparently works for you. So I wonder what he's thinking about that, that statement now.
0: All Let's right. go to your calls and your thoughts. Mandrick is on the line calling from New Hampshire. Uh, you're on Free Talk Live on the Amp Lines. Hello, Mandrick.
5: Hey, guys. Just want to say I grabbed and Dave. I'm glad to hear a uh, not guilty verdict. That was awesome. That's awesome.
0: Appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot, miss, uh, miss not having
2: a big hug from you when we got back.
5: Oh, you'll get one later. Don't <laughs> worry.
0: <laughs> so what's up? What, what did that. you want to share?
5: I wanted to talk about a couple things I saw yesterday that I didn't hear discussed. Um, you guys did not mention the, uh, the the officer judge or whatever. Todd, what is his name? Todd Dodge. Todd Dodge. Yeah. Yep. Who jaywalked who yesterday after saying he never never broke a law in his life? I thought that was pretty funny. I called him out on it when he was jaywalking. Nice,
0: nice. <laughs> oh yeah, it was but, hilarious. Uh, I don't know if anybody got footage of that, but it was it was pretty funny. I didn't have my camera in my hand because it was still coming out of the courtroom at that point. But I think Z Red I mean, tried.
5: None of us could get footage because we we weren't allowed to bring our phones into the court. Yeah. But here's here's what happened when we were sitting there, and you guys mentioned this. There were a whole bunch of lawyers in there, just kind of hanging out, and they were sitting in the special section, the special section where you could have the nice comfy chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and here's you know, your and phone. We couldn't get up in there. Yeah, and they all had cell phones, and I oh. said something to the bailiff. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had their well, cell
2: phones. Yeah, Madrick. So, so what did the bailiff say to you?
5: He has a cell phone. And he goes, oh, I know. He's a lawyer. And I said, oh, I'm a baker.
2: Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Dude, you would you would uh, listen to this story today? Uh, so they limit us to one camera device in the courtroom again.
0: Right, they cracked it down even harder right, today.
2: Right, because yesterday Jason Talley was able to bring in his tablet and a camera. So anyway, they cracked down more. And then what do you know? Later on in the proceeding, they allow a guy in with a with a expensive camera and a long lens. It turns out he's from the recorder across the street. They just let him in. He filed a motion this morning mm-hmm. or posted notice, and they said okay. And you know we had had dozens and dozens of people probably file such notices, and everyone was denied by saying oh. There's already one person here with a camera. No, no other electronics allowed. It was crazy. You know, what double standards? Recorder, your recorder, your special pass. The recorder, which That's some so, people yeah. down there, I guess, call the
0: distorter. Mandrick, I mean, this was, uh, you're a relatively new mover to New Hampshire. You just made the move here uh, re- pretty much around Porkfest. And was this your first trial?
5: Actually, it's my second. I was uh, in March when I came up to visit. I was there when uh, the jury found Jim Johnson guilty for the trespass of
6: Oh, yeah, that's right.
5: That trial. I was up there for that. That was the first. But this this was pretty epic. Um, and the other thing I wanted to mention was when during the lunch break yesterday, when we were walking around town, we went to this little uh, Greek restaurant and had lunch, and there was a customer there who kind of saw us kind of hanging out, and he's like, are you here for that trial? And he told us about how the chief of police is, well, he used some words I can't say on the air, mm-hmm. but he's been on it for a long time, and he said he's always been this way. And everybody we encountered that we talked to around town was really supportive of you guys, and Thanks. really had, it didn't really have a lot of nice things to say about this. That's the, the same with us. Party. Every
1: time Pete and I, you know, we, we've traveled around, met a lot of people, been to a lot of places, and it's only the ones who dress up in funny costumes who have badges that ever cause us any problems, <laughs> grief, you cost know. us money, or harm us.
2: But yeah, Mandrick, to uh, to butchers your point, man, yeah, we had some local businesses, a coffee shop we went to, Siren Cafe every morning, the Greek place we worked at in the afternoon, the place next door, Replay. Replays. like, all, all these, uh, uh a bookstore guy, you know, like, that supported us and were willing to put our merchandise, or our, our DVD out in a mm. tattoo place, and, and just, you know, people passing out on, on the street, you know, like, just saturating it, Great. and people that would meet us, who one night, an hour later, were out on the streets doing activism with us, putting up these satirical... Fl- Flyers around the pole, you know. Yeah, and even even
1: th- on the way out of town, people were stopping us in the gas station, saying, "How to go? How to go? what did you win? Wow. What's going on? Oh, right, And even, right. even when we got back to Keene, yeah, exactly. Awesome.
0: Right. Thanks, Matrick, for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to a different Adam. This one is in Michigan. Adam, you're on Free Talk Live with Pete Nadeau. Adam in Michigan, going once. Adam, hello. I hear somebody there. Sounds like a maybe phone. some feedback. Maybe we didn't get his name right. I don't know. If you're on the, if you are on hold, say hello, and we'll see who you are.
7: Hey, what's up? This is Antonio Masgrande coming from Austin, Texas.
0: Antonio. What's up, buddy? Not quite Michigan, not quite Adam, but welcome to the show. Uh, What's on your mind tonight?
7: A.K.A. Gabe Bigger. I just wanted to call and congratulate my two homeboys. Oh, yeah. Back to you guys. Uh, Y'all are such an inspiration. I want to let y'all know that I am going to go ahead and defend myself in my next trial, uh, just for speeding ticket. Nothing serious like that. Maybe next time it might be for cop blocking in in Austin, but... I'm, or I'm open gonna be team, calling man. you guys. Yeah, but I'm gonna be calling you guys. Uh, maybe y'all could give me some tips on some of those great motions. It seems like y'all are uh, launching motions every day. It seems like.
1: <laughs> sure, man. You can also check it out at uh, coplock.org/slash/greenfield and on the YouTube channel. There's a great playlist. I'm really uh, happy about the way Pete and I have uh, organized and documented uh, this encounter. I think it should it should be educational for anybody. Right. To check if anybody
2: out. else out there listening right now is uh, you know facing some uh harassment from government agents like start documenting now or even record yourself every process i just got off the phone with this person or when you're calling someone hey to well, let you know i'm recording and then ask them the questions you need to ask them or document when you get paperwork or whatever because at the end of the day that helps that's evidence you know and it helps uh prove your case if, if ever need be
0: antonio thanks for the call appreciate it Much actually love, we, i think we do have adam here uh now adam in michigan are you there
8: yeah i'm here
0: uh, go ahead with your thoughts you're on with pete and a demo
8: I, uh I hope to join you in the free state someday, but I just don't want to take a lot of your time. I'm just wondering what the bracelet Adamo's wearing. Oh, this Thanks is the a live uh, free
1: or uh, libertyontour.com uh, bracelet. Our friend in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, Joshua Liddy, made him for us on our Liberty on Tour 2010 edition. So, yeah.
2: Joshua Liddy's great. He's active with Food Not Bombs, and uh, he's he's always active with us on the street when we get out there.
0: So what's coming next, guys? I mean, you you wrap this up in uh, in Greenfield that uh, you know you're going to have the video. I know Bo's probably working on that. The, the other guy with Liberty on Tour, the third man of Libertyontour.com, he's uh, I think he's going to put the put that together. And so everybody will actually get to see all the applause and all the laughter and everything that went on in court because we did have one camera in there the entire time and hopefully it didn't malfunction. So I think we're good as far as the uh, the footage is Yeah, that's mm-hmm. exporting right now. Yeah, so that's coming. Uh, but you guys are done with this Greenfield thing. So uh, what's next?
1: Well, Well, I mean, I got another trial coming up in uh, Manchester for the chalking incident that took place. If people are interested in that, they go to coplock.org slash manchpd, Mm -hmm. and so I'll be back at it then, but I, I know Pete and I, Marvin needs a little bit of TLC right now after being on the road. So You've we'll got a
0: birthday coming up as well. Yeah, we got a birthday
1: party coming up.
0: So you're back in Keene, and I did meet some folks yesterday, one guy from New York, one guy from Northampton, Massachusetts, and we're moving to Keene, awesome. uh, which is great.
1: But there'll awesome. be more to come. Just watch coblock.org, libertyontour.com, and we'll, we'll get it out there soon. Yep.
0: Whether it's Keene or not, get your butt up to, to New Hampshire, where there are people who care about liberty and who are willing to stand behind one another and get active in ways that have been impossible till now you guys have set uh you guys made history today and uh, and so did everybody else that was there to support you we'll see you uh next hour's coming up Libertyontour.com cop block.
3: the ruger lc9 compact powerful and perfect for personal protection
0: Is free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program. You can dial in toll free, bring up whatever you want. 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site there completely free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Uh, joining you tonight, it's Ian and Mark. And Mark sitting back in here in his normal seat as uh, Pete and Demo have gone off to celebrate uh, their victory with uh, no- numerous friends and uh, associates, supporters. That's fine.
9: Kick me out of my seat for your little friends. It's you okay. voluntarily
0: give up your seat. And yeah, I appreciate okay. that. Yeah. I'm sure they did as well because their time is limited tonight. And uh, com. if you missed it, uh, CopBlock.org, Pete and Ademo found not guilty today by a jury we can continue i know you had some things you wanted to say about it mark but first we go to your phone calls your thoughts josh is on the line listening to wgmd fm in delaware josh you're on free talk live josh in delaware he's gone let's try vince in california vince you're on free talk live hello
4: hey uh i wanted to talk about having kids um mark i know that when uh, you and laura first had kids you came on the air and said that uh You and Laura had an agreement Mm -hmm. about who was going to do what. Could you go over what that was really quick?
9: Well, um, you know, yeah. Ever since we had talked, I'd always wanted to. I I feel it's sort of I'm not interested in uh, sending my kid off to daycare or anything like that. So we had talked initially about even before we got married about, uh, you know, one parent staying home, Um, you know. It was always a foregone conclusion that that parent would be her. Um, You know, I'm sure that there's women out there in the world that, uh, you know, do fine working while the dad stays at home. But that wasn't going to be how my life was going to be run. So essentially, I said, look, if I'm going to have a kid, that kid's going to be raised by his parents, not by some daycare. Um, you know, I'm not interested in having a kid as a uh, as as, as a, a showpiece. I want to really raise it, and you know, so therefore somebody is going to stay home and raise it, and that somebody would be you. And then once uh, it came around, I'm like, well, look, you know, I have, I have work. You're going to be not working. Uh, you know, you're going to be the mom and I'm going to be the dad. You're going to have to get up and take care of him and things like that. Like, these are all the thing, the stipulations we we made before, um, you know, she got pregnant was, look, I'm I'm not I, I don't want to get up in the middle of the night to uh, to take care of a kid. I got to work. And so, you know, that's you're like a fireman, 24 on 20, you know, but you never get off. And so, you know, she agreed to that. And, and that was what the arrangement was.
4: And so I'm kind of in the same position. I'm uh, engaged right now, and, you know, we're talking about what um, what having kids, what that arrangement is going to be, and I'm kind of of the same mindset as you. I don't want to send a kid off to daycare. I don't want to send a kid off to public school. I want the child to be raised, um, you know, by the parents and, again, uh, by my fiancée, who is pretty amenable to that. The other side of it is that she's the one that really wants kids. For me, eh, I mean, I, I like kids. It's not like a super, super important thing to me. To have kids. Um, but I, I want to know how that arrangement has worked out for you guys, because basically my fiance said, Psh, no way that could never work, etc.
9: Yeah, I, I think that uh, a lot of women get the idea that it's it's the right thing for the guy to do to get up um, at night. But if she's not working, and is, is that what the arrangement would be?
4: That's what the arrangement would be. Okay,
9: so I mean, to me, it seems uh, that it seems unfair, right? Like you're going to go you're going to go off to work um, and during the day and like you don't have the opportunity to take a nap. Um, An infant's going to take two or three naps a day. And I I understand that it is not easy taking care of an infant, but there are opportunities to take naps for moms. Uh, You know, being a mom is tough work, but it also can pay off in the long run when um, you know the four or five or six years down the road when well you know the kid doesn't require as much uh, as much care and you can uh, you know do other things so yeah you put your time in early on but i you know if if you want me to go to work and take care of the family, and you know bring the money home. Then I need to be at my peak performance. I don't know what yeah. you do uh, for a living, but I mean I, I'm sure you feel the same way as I do. Is yeah, I need exactly. to be, at, I need to be at peak performance because my performance matters in how I get paid. I'm a salesperson. Yeah. If I if I'm dull when talking to somebody, if I if you know my wits are not about me, then you know I'm not going to be as helpful to them, and I'm not going to be able to sell as much product. So. Yeah, that's so, important. You,
4: so you think so you you feel like, though, that that arrangement, you guys have both sort of lived up to that and you both you know feel like it's been working out for you.
9: I think twice now, um, both times Jack was ill when when Jack gets sick, uh, Laura freaks out. Um, and, you know, I don't I, two times in more than three years. I'm, I'm, you know, happy to give dispensation for that. I am pleased yeah. with the way things have worked out. My life is uh, is good. And my wife has uh, lived up to the bargain that we made. And she doesn't seem unhappy with it. I mean, you know, she she's got her little garden. She still together. Yeah. Got her kid. I mean, things she doesn't complain about these things. There's certainly things she'd like me to do when I'm uh, downstairs working. You know, it kind of seems like your husband's still at home when he's downstairs making his calls from the Mm -hmm. basement office. Uh, That's probably the biggest complaint I have. But, you know, I understand it's uh, you know, there's something something needs to get done and it's
0: easy to holler down. Hey, fix this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's it. Vince, thanks thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Warby is on the line in Ohio. Warby, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello? Hello, Warby.
10: Um, I would like to talk about the um, Casey Anthony case. Okay, what about it? I think um, she is guilty of the crime because there's evidence of her killing her daughter,
0: well, there must have been evidence judge, of her not doing it too. Apparently, right? the jury disagreed with you.
10: I know, but I think she. I think the, the guy helped her. Um, I think her parents helped her cover it up.
9: Well, I, I guess I have to ask this question: Is if you let's say you're the parent, you're the dad here, the the grandfather or the dad, whatever the ex uh, the ex cop. What do you think the benefit to you, your family, or society as a whole is for your daughter to go to jail for killing her her daughter?
10: say it again i didn't quite understand what's the
9: benefit to i mean to anyone who benefits by casey anthony having gone to jail
10: um
9: the parents why would the parents benefit i mean you you said that you believe that uh that that they helped her not go to jail so how would they benefit from going clearly they didn't think they benefited from her to go, going to jail
10: actually she benefited from it
9: she would benefit by going to jail yes how would she benefit
10: I am totally embarrassed right now.
0: Why is that? Thanks um, for the call. I just huh? I just
10: totally I just totally disagree with her because I think she killed her daughter.
9: Yeah, I I'd say that there's some damning evidence out there, but I kinda wonder what is the point in uh you know, in caring about this particular case. It's lost and um, you know, I mean it's it, it seems like there's some horrible stuff that you know the girl found in a bag, uh, you know, drowned or whatever happened to her. It's it's awful, D-
0: duct taped up. Well, wait. If it was so damning, and I have to say, I don't know very much about the case, but if it was so damning, then why wasn't she convicted? Was there a reasonable doubt? I guess
9: there's a reasonable doubt, but, you know, I mean... Case I, closed. I don't know. There's I, a reasonable I, doubt. I didn't follow it thoroughly, but it seems to me when you duct tape your kid up in a plastic bag rather than saying, hey, my kid drowned, and that's all I really sort of know about this, that that's weird.
0: No doubt. Very strange. But if there's a reasonable doubt, there's a reasonable doubt. And the people who... Don't you agree, uh, Warby, that, uh, that, that... Wouldn't you rather have a, a hundred guilty people go free than one innocent person put in jail? Um, say it one more time. Wouldn't you rather have a hundred innocent people go, excuse me, 100 guilty people go free rather than one innocent person be imprisoned? No. What if you were that one innocent person? How would you feel then?
10: I would feel very crappy and I would feel sad.
0: Yeah. But yet you're still- Go to jail kind of stinks. But yet you're still willing to put uh, that person in jail in theory even though it could be you. Well, Think about I got that, Warby. On- Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. The reason why the system, and it is broken as hell, but, you know, broken clock does strike correctly a couple times a day. The reason why the system is built the way it is, where these crim- these darn criminals have so many rights, is because of the chance that you could end up falsely accused. That you could end up having some cop, or multiple cops, like Pete Nademo lying on the stand about your activities and your behavior for the purpose of putting you behind bars. If
9: If the justice system is meant to make whole the people that have been harmed, clearly the daughter of Casey Anthony cannot be made whole. She is dead. But who is harmed otherwise is really my question. It seems to me that she's going to get all the punishment she needs because everybody, you know, it's, it's such an awful case and everybody knows her.
0: There's more coming up here. 800-259-9231. Plus an update on an old story on the way.
9: Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear?
0: is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of these airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got archives, so if you've missed a moment of the show, just click and download. They're yours, and they're free. You can just click them uh, right there on the front page of the site. The last week's worth are there at the top. And if you need more than the last week, you can click into the archive section and go all the way back to late 2006. Uh, go and grab up those archives all free at freetalklive.com. We spent the first hour with our friends Pete and Adamo from libertyontour.com and uh, copblock.org. Great activists, two of my favorites, uh, not just from an activism perspective, but I like them on a personal basis as well. And uh, we need more people who are doers people who are like pete Nadeau, not necessarily that they're going to get disobedient and do non-cooperative things uh, there have been a lot of successes up here in new hampshire in the political system with a dozen uh, free staters and other liberty activists more than a dozen uh, liberty-minded people being elected to state house which is far greater success than the libertarian party wi- has ever wished and dreamed uh that it could have on a nationwide level right here in new hampshire so political successes mark you mentioned the uh, recently that the budget has been cut by 12 percent for next year i think it is yeah state Budget. Yeah, the state budget cut by 12% because of those liberty-oriented reps getting elected. Uh, things like a knife ban have been repealed, so there's been some other legislative advances as well. There's still a lot to do in that particular area, like, oh, I don't know, maybe stop making it so judges can't lock people up forever for not filling out court forms. So there's still a lot uh, further to go in this uh, little uh, odyssey of freedom that we're engaged in. But being together with other like-minded people sure does seem to help. It sure does seem to get things done in a way that is pretty much impossible if you're alone or relatively alone. If you and a handful of other people are in your, in your area and you're the only people that you know of that care enough about freedom to do something about it, you need to get the hell out of there. You need to get to where other people are. And they are all across New Hampshire, from Keene to the seacoast to Manchester to up uh, north in Grafton, uh, Concord area. Lots of people spread out all over this state, and they've moved here as part of the Free State Project, like Pete and Adamo from LibertyOnTour.com. Uh, they made the move here this, uh, this past year. And it's been great thus far. They've met all kinds of new people. There's this great community of uh, activists. So it's not just activism, but it's also a community, a social uh, network of uh, people that hangs out with each other. And they're, you know, they're, they're building bonds that are going to last a lifetime because this is a project that's going to take a lifetime. Liberty's not going to be won overnight. It wasn't, you know, if if uh, if liberty was has
9: been lost in this nation. And sometimes I wonder whether that's a true statement or not. But if it's been
0: lost, it wasn't lost overnight either. That's true. They whittled away at it bit by bit by bit. So get together with other like-minded people. Do that by going to freestateproject.org, learning more about the Free State Project, get the 101 reasons to move to New Hampshire, and then start thinking about where you want to move in New Hampshire. There's different people doing different things in different areas. uh, But overall, it's a robust liberty movement full of people that actually give a damn. And you owe it to yourself. If you love liberty, go to freestateproject.org. As we go to Wallace, who's somewhat nearby in Vermont. Wallace, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark.
11: Thank you. Uh, I just wanted to comment. Uh, I'm happy the guys got off, uh, but uh, one thing that sort of uh, struck me a little strange: the sidebar in which uh, the jury nullification uh, was discussed, where they wanted to keep it down. That that constitutes a, a violation of the judicial canons of ethics. And uh, while these guys are out celebrating, uh, They might want to think about basically filing a complaint with the Judicial Conduct Board. Uh, If enough people take these kind of instances, and especially with the jury nullification that everybody's trying to push for, you basically file a complaint, and maybe a judge gets a a pat on the wrist, a slap on the wrist, or whatever you want to call it. uh, Well, Wallace, wouldn't the
0: problem with that be that this was at a sidebar, and so therefore it's off the record, and so there's no real evidence that it occurred?
11: Well, that's the other thing. Some sidebar uh, is actually on the record, but you you just don't hear it. In other words, the court reporter is right next to the sidebar, and if it doesn't get recorded, the attorney that basically is the prosecutor, or if it's a civil case, the the opposite side, they basically have attorney uh, canons of ethics, too. So, even if it wasn't Uh, uh, basically recorded uh, by the stenographer sometimes there's actually recordings uh, that the judge his mic is on and it actually goes on uh, an audio tape I see where you're coming from What's I know a, in this particular okay.
0: courtroom, they actually – this was new. I'd never seen this before. They actually had speakers all around the courtroom. The speakers weren't actually used to m- amplify anybody's voice. They were actually used when the, they went to sidebar. The clerk of court would flip a switch on her little control panel, and it would make this uh, white noise, this sh- started coming out of the speakers, and the idea was the white noise was supposed to cover up anybody being able to hear what was going on at the sidebar, where the judge meets with the attorneys and the the people in the case. Crazy. Yeah, and I didn't actually notice any court stenographers in the courtroom, which was a little strange as well. Wallace, thanks for the suggestion. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. Frequently... I think he's right. If if something bad has gone on, you should follow it up, but I don't know how you're going to do it at the sidebar. uh, Plus, it's Massachusetts as well, and I don't know uh, about you, Mark, but... I don't think yeah, the guys are right. I
9: don't really care that much about Massachusetts.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, good luck to the folks still living down there and everything. You don't have to move far to get to New Hampshire, but uh, these guys made their stand. They did make a stand for liberty in Massachusetts, and they did come out victorious yeah. with not guilty verdicts from a jury on wiretapping charges, which are some of the hardest charges uh, in Massachusetts, facing six years in, in prison. Uh, they did come out successful on that, but it wouldn't surprise me if they were if they felt like they were done with Massachusetts and never wanted to go. Because we're trying to change New Hampshire. I mean, if Massachusetts yeah. and You're Vermont right. aggress against our friends, we're going to go there and we're going to give them a taste of what it's like to be bureaucrats in New Hampshire. Um, and uh, hopefully, they'll be glad afterwards that they're not in New Hampshire and they don't have to deal with us all the time.
9: So, um, you know, this kind of brings to my mind something I wanted to talk about is the the, the court victory uh, that was had here today is great. I, like, I don't want to diminish that at all. I think it's fantastic. I was really excited. I watched it on Telly TV. Uh, oh,
0: I was refreshing the fa- the Facebook updates. Yeah.
9: T A L L E Y dot TV, and I was mm-hmm. keeping a close eye at cdevolutionfund.org and just trying to, to keep an eye on this because I was interested in it while I was working today. But um, what I brought to mind was, you know, none of these victories have occurred in Keene, New Hampshire. And mm-hmm. what it makes me wonder is, have the, the outside-the-system activists really poisoned the well? Oh, absolutely not. Like so many of the inside-the-system activists say? I don't know how many it,
0: people are saying that. I think it's a handful of folks that are you know, particularly vocal, and honestly, I haven't even heard from those people in a long time. Well, that's because uh, they've had so many successes on the state level. Why would they bother with you guys out here? Good, good for them. I'm glad they're finally focusing on what's important to them I rather agree. than trying to break down what other people are doing. But this has been a, a longstanding critique of people that have— have, uh, say, been disobedient, uh, civilly disobedient in public, uh, people who have been non-cooperative, people who aren't paying fines, people that aren't going along with the program. You guys have poisoned the well! And actually, I haven't heard it again for a long time. But uh, anybody that looks around can see that people have different opinions. And this is one thing that they don't want to understand, is that when you take a stance, when you stand for liberty and you don't apologize for it then people that don't really care for freedom are going to be upset at you they're not going to like what you do they're they're going to know that what you're doing is a threat to their status quo that much uh, is true quo. but you would
9: agree though that um, that if you get enough of the public in general to disagree with you for whatever reason that you've failed in your your goal of winning hearts and minds i mean you you winning could, hearts and minds people are coming on board
0: new people are joining up with uh, liberty activists in town uh, they're you know they're changing some people even change their minds as a matter of fact no- nothing is static it's free talk live
9: do you want to take back control of your own money then take a look at bitcoin bitcoin is the world's first decentralized anonymous internet currency and it's gaining popularity every day it's free to use free to accept and free from inflation forever you can use bitcoins anywhere in the world and their value seems to only be growing with time To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.org. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. WeUseCoins.org.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at FreeTalkLive.com. We give you the features for free. So enjoy those on us Uh, Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And you can join us uh, again, freetalklive.com. Join us on the phones, though, if you want to get your thoughts out here. We can continue with uh, Mark's little poisoning the well theory in a moment at 800-259-9231. But first, we go to Mike, listening in Missouri. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello? Hey, Mike. What's on your mind tonight?
12: Wow, that's that's service right there. Um, I... I wanted to talk about a story that I heard on the radio and then I looked it up on the internet. It's uh,
10: in Philadelphia. They're talking about <laughs> penalizing people for walking and texting at the same time on the street, and the street. really? Have you guys heard about that?
9: Yep. Yeah, I saw the the headline. Somebody sent it off to me today. Wow. Uh, just you yeah. know, yeah. another in a long line of weird, strange, big government programs.
0: Well, you might bump into a, a poll or another person if you're walking yeah. and texting. I suppose you should well, walk out in front of the car. They're just
9: trying to protect you, after all. You know.
0: They're just looking out for your best interest, but I mean... You might walk uh, uh, into an open manhole uh, cover. <laughs>
10: yeah, but like I was just wondering, because I, I looked it up and I saw that one site or something where it said it wasn't real, and then I looked it up a couple of times where, you know, really it's not out of the realm of possibility anyway, so, I mean...
0: Yeah. It's believable. (laughs) The claim is it's a rumor. Uh, That's according to NBCPhiladelphia.com.
9: I wouldn't doubt that it's been proposed at at some level by some bureaucrat someplace. Admittedly, um, you know, I mean, I've kind of wandered a little bit while uh, fiddling with my phone in the past. Could that create a traffic hazard? Sure, it could, I suppose. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I tend to think that doing anything while texting is not the smartest uh, of ideas. But uh, all that said, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259. You hate telephone noise. It
9: doesn't matter if it's background, ambient noise, static or whatever it is. Just bugs you.
0: Well, I'm done with the conversation anyway. 800-259-9231. So they're saying here that uh, if a Philadelphia police officer observes a driver, cyclist or pedestrian participating in any kind of potentially dangerous behavior, the officer will remind them to be careful. As long as they're not ticketing anybody for it, eh, whatever. Good advice. Yeah, and I agree. I think that uh, texting is a fairly dangerous uh, activity, especially to do b- behind the wheel. I mean, what could possibly be so important? I- if it's an important text, they should call. You know? Otherwise, just hang out, get it at the stoplight, or something like that. If you really have to, if you really have to get it,
9: uh, quickly. There are times the texts are really awesome. I think that often, you know, the kind of a, uh, you know a telephone call would be better. That's my opinion.
0: Toll-free number, 800-259-9231. All right, Mark, so uh, you're saying that you're looking kind of back on some of the court cases here. Now, this year, 2011, we've started to see people taking their cases to jury trials mm-hmm. here in New Hampshire uh, as part of the uh, the Free State Project, liberty-oriented people uh, who've been charged with some nonsensical crime, gone to court, they've uh, gone to uh, juries, and in two cases, have been fa- three cases have been found guilty. Uh, two of those three cases happened in Keene. One was... Uh, uh, in Grafton, where Bob Constantine was found guilty and not guilty, they did find I, I him consider not the Bob
9: Constantine uh, situation to be a victory because that's what Bob wanted. I mean, he, he claimed ahead of time that he didn't want these charges I brought I think he back. would have
0: liked to have walked away from it.
9: I, I'm sure that's true, but right. do you understand he what –
0: well, he went hope, to jail for sixty days
9: un, that, that much is true for possession of pot that much is true, but First he, conviction he was he was concerned that they were going to bring charges back on him if they found him not guilty in some way or another and we we 've read about this that essentially ex post facto or double jeopardy doesn 't really exist in the United States anymore, sadly, um, and so he wanted to, wanted said he wanted to be found guilty of possession so that mm. you know this thing would all be over so okay. he got what he he got the result that he stated that he wanted i consider gotcha. that
0: a victory okay well i see where you're coming from but he was still uh, found guilty and of possession i'm really glad it's fine
9: that you've got an opinion on it but his opinion is that he he won
0: yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from on that, Mark. But I think that it would have been better had he not had to go to jail for 60 days and be away from his family. And It would be
9: better that. if the, uh, the government would have never brought the charges in the first place. No doubt about it. You and really couldn't call that a victory, though, could you? Maybe they wouldn't eventually have brought the, if the charges. enough
0: people stop uh, pleading guilty, then the government will stop bringing charges. And so we've seen people stand up to these charges. They've gone to court. Uh, today, Pete Ndamo won decisively with a jury deciding that they were not guilty across all counts. And I don't know about this double jeopardy thing going away, Mark. I've never heard about that before, so that's that's news to me. Um, I guess Pete and Dave aren't afraid of that because they won and they're not expecting to be brought. Look, back to I'm court.
9: not intimate with Bob Constantine's uh, trial or the situation. I think that there are different situations in every circumstance. Do Pete and how Adam many of these this have you to gone be... to? By the way, which ones? The trials, the four trials. What differences make? I keep, I watch on TV that we get. You know, I, I yeah. keep I watch online. Just curious,
0: were you at Jim Johnson's? I was. Okay, so you've been to you've been to at least one. OK. So you were you were saying that you believe that the reason why uh, possibly the reason why nobody has won yet thus far in Keene, New Hampshire, where we live and do this uh, radio program, is because the well has been poisoned, according to you.
9: I'm just guessing it's it's a it's a possibility, right? Like there's I can't think of any court case that has been won, whether it's with a jury or without, that has been won in Keene by a liberty activist. Oh, Menno Troyer. You mentioned him earlier. That wasn't in Keene. That was in Jaffrey. No, he won in Keene. No, he did As I understand. Oh, you're right. They brought in the judge from Jaffrey and he presided in the Keene court. Is that right? That is correct. Okay, so they brought a judge from out of town. And my question and my statement really has to do with well poisoning and the judge uh, from out of town wouldn't be drinking from this well. So um, therefore, you know, the the, the theory still um, hangs true. Nick Ryder. Was found essentially charges were dropped or something like that, and some tickets of his. But he's kind of a well-known. I was found not
0: guilty of a parking ticket.
9: In Keene. Well, I guess that just disproves everything, doesn't it?
0: No, but uh, what does disprove what you're saying is that people in Keene have different opinions, and I live here, and it's true. I know you live outside of oh, town. Absolutely, and uh, that people, some people like the activists sure. here. Some people uh, don't like the activists sure. here and some people don't have an opinion because they don't know much about what goes on around them. Well, just so, because
9: they don't know much about what goes on around them doesn't mean they don't have an opinion, okay? I mean like they can well, they
0: don't have an opinion because they don't know about what's going on. They cannot
9: have an opinion, but it wouldn't necessarily because they don't know what's
0: going on. They I mean, might have an opinion people, ha- if they were informed about what was going my on. My
9: concern is the people that don't know what's going on and do have an opinion. That's my largest concern. There
0: are people like that and that's why uh, I've purchased advertising in the mo- one of the most popular restaurants in town putting uh free That's great information on each table to uh, counteract some of the negativity out there. I've heard that the the radio station's back up in town, too. This is the big complaint. Yeah, there's a there's a community radio station in town as well. Yes. Uh, And and the the big complaint is that, you know, you guys are poisoning the well. Well, that's because Liberty activists in Keene have been much more visible than the activists in the, the, uh, the rest of the state. That's why people, when they look at New Hampshire as a place to go, when they're looking at the Free State Project and considering where to go, that's why they say, well, I'm considering Manchester or Keene. Well, why Keene? It's just this little town in the southwest of uh, of New Hampshire. The reason why is it's not even the I think it's like number seven in population. It's, it's barely even in the top ten. And uh, the reason why is because Keene is visible. Yeah. There is reporting yep. here. Things happen here. People stand up for freedom here. That much is true. And I, I agree that with that. Is Ian. That yeah. is polarizing. That is yes. polarizing. It always will be. And there's not much that you can do about that. Some of the worst personalities that have have moved here have moved out. The right I think the right, right. people are here. Some of the wrong people have gone. And there's no doubt that people have a tendency to collectivize. So let me give you an example. There's a guy here named Clarky. And if you watch the first episode of Free Keen TV, which you can do over at com, have you seen that episode, Mark? No. Okay. Uh, if you watch the first episode of Free Keen TV, which is a brand-new TV show, it's airing weekly on – you're actually a part of the show. Yes. Uh, it's it's airing weekly on the local cable access channel. I don't channel, listen to my radio program much either. Which is – you really should, though, on your Sunday show. Uh, I did uh, yesterday. Oh, excellent. Good. So, uh, So anyway – this channel is very well-watched. It's the only locally programmed channel in the area. There are yeah, no network affiliates here. And so this is the channel to watch if you live locally. So there's this new show on. They had Clarkie on, who is a Keene area native. And Clarkie explains his uh, experience with the Keeneaks or the Free Staters or the Liberty Activists or whatever you want to call these people. And he explains his experiences saying that he at first thought that everybody was the same because he had encountered somebody – And I'm not going to name names. He encountered somebody and he didn't have a very positive encounter with that somebody. And he jumped to a conclusion that, well, if this somebody is like this, then all of the people who are similar, you know, in liberty perspective must be. This is how prejudice works, right? Right. Must be the same. But, of course, it's because he didn't know. And the same thing with a lot of people who are prejudiced. They don't talk. True jewish people or black people or women or whatever it is they're prejudiced against they they don't have experience with them and so when clarky started to experience because he was introduced to a different free stater or different set of free staters when he started to experience different people he changed his mind people change and there's more coming up talk more about it come up free talk live you know that cigarettes will kill you you've been thinking about giving the e-cigarette a try there is a healthier option 22,000 times healthier. Well, listen to this offer from Vaporsmiths.com. A a pack-a-day smoker will save $120 a month. So you already start being richer, feeling healthier, and smelling better. What more could you want? How about a free starter kit? Just purchase 40 cartomizers with coupon code FTL. Free shipping on orders of $60 or more. 855-2-GET-VAPOR or go to Vaporsmiths.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want. The toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. All right, so we're going to get back to your calls here in just a moment, but I want to give Mark just a little bit more to chew on about his concern. And I think it's a legitimate concern because some people are against uh, the liberty activists here in the Keene area, for sure. People who you would think shouldn't necessarily be against the liberty activists in many cases have indicated their dis- uh, disappointment in some of the actions that uh, that have gone on here. But in any, t- any time you have a movement as we do, which is a movement that is open to anyone, uh, anyone can come in at any time. No one's in control of anyone else, and if some jackball wants to come in here and act like a fool and call himself a free stater, then there's nothing any of us can do besides disavow uh, any association with that person. And we have had a couple of jackballs come in uh, to the area, and usually they end up leaving after a, a period of time, so that's a good thing. I think there's just a natural filtering process where... Uh, the bad The bad people go away over time, and i think we 're going to have a higher quality of uh, of mover over time as well because there 's a lot of people out there that are planning on making a move, and I think the less transient someone is maybe the the more likely they are to be um, of a more reliable Agreed. and sort. it would
9: take a less transient person a while to to move to there's move.
0: no doubt about that so I was explaining to you mark this uh, story it 's just one story of a, of a man who 's changed his opinion he 's a keen native he 's i think in his thirties uh, mid thirties and his his dad is actually a a city councillor in town. And so because he changed his mind, because all it takes is another free stater to change someone's mind. You meet one and if you meet a bad, you know, a bad liberty activist, and there aren't that many in my opinion, um, but if you meet one of the bad ones and then you meet a good one, then that's going to make you realize, huh, these people are different. They're not the Borg. Uh, they don't have the exact same mindset. They uh, they have differing beliefs even between the individuals within uh, the movement. And it didn't take uh, this gentleman long to figure this out. And now he's he's almost a fixture amongst the, uh, the liberty community. In fact, I've always said that the best activists are the natives—the people who be, who become activated or reactivated into the liberty movement by the fact that there are liberty activists around, people that get excited. So I like, certainly
9: don't disagree with that. For one thing, um, you know, places—I uh, don't know how all places are. New Hampshire, specifically, has a tendency to be kind of insular. You know that uh, you know that's it. It's a tough little community. It's, of people. Yeah. It, it, you know, they, them outsiders shouldn't be telling us folks how to run things. And, you know, that's probably the single biggest. Hurdle that the free state project has uh, run up sure. upon, and because of the uh, the outside the system activists in keen being so, uh, you know, getting so much press, they uh, they tend to they, they tend to a- exacerbate this problem even more. So it's like, what the hell are these weirdos that have come here doing? And it's I'm not even talking about sort of people who've done bad things. I'm talking about some normal activism. Many of them, many of the people have talked about things like flag burning. And you were out there filming this like it was cool. So I mean, you gave your tacit approval of the king of the Free Staters to uh, to the flag burning. And the I know you're not really the king of the. Yeah, free I'm st- not in charge. I'm, j- I'm just saying that that's how it looks to a lot of people. Not not to mention that, but the uh, the beer drinking for whatever the, mm-hmm. the the water drinking out of beer bottles in the uh, the the city council meeting for whatever reason blew up. And it didn't look good for the activists. It depends
0: on who you ask. I mean, maybe it didn't look good to you, Mark, but some people thought I, that
9: was great. S- some people, right? You, you can always fall back on some people. But if some well, people, right, is, I don't
0: do th- look. I don't see. I, this is what you don't understand, or maybe the the, the people that are critiquing uh, the outside the system. People no, I'm don't understand. critiquing right now. It's okay, me. It's, t- you. T- it's well, me. Well, what you don't no one has given me this idea. Is I don't this is an things, idea I
9: came up on my own.
0: I don't do things based on what's popular. Okay, if I did things based on what's popular, I'd be doing a, I, a Republican talk radio. show. I want you to do what's like popular. I want you
9: to do what's
0: expeditious. And I'm no, no, asking, no, I'll is do it? what's right. I'm okay. going to do what's right and what I feel, what I feel is right in my heart and what I feel drawn to do. And I'm sorry if that offends some people. Too bad. So that's the end of that story. Well, all I'm and I'm not going to go and take a poll and say, well, if we were going to do this, what would you think about? You're what right. We did?
9: one could hand wring oneself to death. There's no doubt about it. I, I agree with you. I'm just saying, I wonder if the results of the court cases here in Keene, no. New Hampshire, have been a Absolutely result not. of the fact of the uh, of, of the possibility that the activists
0: have in fact poisoned the well I, I would say no because uh it seems to me that having been to all of these trials that you're referring to and watched the people present their defenses i would say that the reason why pete Nademo kicked butt today in greenfield massachusetts and came out with not guilty from that jury is because they did an awesome job in defending themselves and i have to say that i wasn't bowled over by the performances of those uh those two activists that have gone to jury trials here in Keene, i supported them i was there to yeah. record their trials i thought they did a decent job but uh they didn't put the same kind of effort into their trials that the message that they that they explained to Oratory the jury
9: skills too
0: the, the message that they explained to the jury wasn't as robust it wasn't as you know in many cases they kind of cut themselves off one of the the trials the gentleman at the end kind of he kind of sputtered out at the very end and didn't really do a powerful closing statement. It is uh,
9: emotionally draining to do these things.
0: No doubt. Uh, no doubt. I mean, I don't blame anybody for wanting this No, to no, be I over. don't
9: blame them either. I just want to make sure that, uh, you know, it's, it's And Meg, understood. who was
0: uh, one of the others, uh, she, you know, I think she, she kind of dropped the ball on some things as well when she was at trial. And when we interviewed that one guy, and you can go and see Juror Jim Tells all. search for that at Freekeen.com if you want to see the first interview with a juror on one of these trials that we've gotten. Today was the second interview with a juror that we've ever gotten. Um, was it uh, Pete Nadeau's trial? Tally reported that one. But if you look at the juror Jim tells all video, he reveals some of the reasons why he made the choice to find someone guilty of something that he ultimately thought he should have been found found guilty for. The guy Not, is so but, contradicted. In yeah, in, right. I mean, it's absolutely thoughts. you know it's befuddled. But and then you add to that, Mark, the fact that at the very end of every one of these trials, the judge gives the same statement across wherever wherever we're talking about. It's uh, Massachusetts, New Hampshire it's all very similar. The statement is, you must follow the law no matter what your feelings are. That's not what happened at Jim's trial. Absolutely not. They were
9: told to, uh, you know, that that they're. That they were allowed to judge the conscience or something like that,
0: nope. it, it, not I, by the judge. Not what you're talking about. I was sitting in there. No, nope. you must have mis. You must have misremembered that. No judge, no judge has ever given any kind of. You can vote your conscience. I have to. He- I have
9: to rehear what uh, what was said. You could I- go
0: watch it over at freekeen.com. All of our trials are uh, are posted there. I recall hearing that not uh, once, not ever has a judge said that, and nor will they until they're forced to by statute. Now there are people within the political system that are are. Uh, they're plotting this. They have a, uh, some sort of a piece of legislation that will make it so that they have to admit the right of conscience to the jury. But as of right now, the only people that can do that are the defendants. And some defendants have done a better job of this than others. Bob Constantine did a great job of it. And as a result, he was found not guilty. On one particular charge, Pete and Demo. I don't think really. I don't know how much they touched on it because I wasn't there for their closing statement today. But they just did a great overall job and really made the state look like a bunch of fools. Plus, having the courtroom uh, going along with them was also very, very helpful. Sure. So there have been different things that have happened here, and you know, maybe Mark, maybe you're right. Maybe the the well is poisoned, and the you know we don't have a chance at freedom and Keene, But I don't believe it. Oh, I've well, seen, I think I I've would think that would be change. a matter of time of li- lying the, letting the field lie fallow for a period of time.
9: And I think it is lying fallow because I think a lot of the kind of uh, you know in-your-face activism is has been lying low, and maybe that's a benefit.
0: Well, we've got uh, the new TV show that's on the air now, and that's going to be seen by a lot of people. Media is, to me, always good. One of the reasons why the TV show was put out there, if you talk to J.J., who's our Thursday night co-host, he's also the producer of the TV show, one of his intentions is to correct misunderstandings about liberty activists in the area. And we've got this little flyer that, as I mentioned, I put on all the tables in a local restaurant, uh, one of the most popular local, longest-running restaurants in Keene. It's on every single table, and it's, it's called the Free Keene Truth Flyer. And I love the quote on it. Uh, Johnson put it together. It's, it's, it's Will Rogers, quote, Rumor travels faster, but it don't stay put as long as truth. So whatever it is those people that hate the free staters are saying, and they exist, some of them, they're out there, and they talk to people. Whatever they're saying is a bunch of crap for the most part. And when these people that are hearing these rumors actually get to meet somebody who, A, is actually a free stater, or B, is somebody that knows free staters and knows the truth, then they're going to have their misinformation corrected. And the more people that we bring on who are keen natives and and locals, people that have lived here for a long time, the more people they are connected to, because everybody knows a whole bunch of other people. And so those people they're connected to, they're going to be there when some of their friends say, you know what, those darn free staters, da, da, da. Well, wait a minute. I know those free staters and they're pretty good people. Maybe you should talk to them. Rather than just listening to what somebody spouting off at some local tavern says. Or something like that. So I think that these things are going to uh, to change over time, especially. And as you say, I think the quality of activists is uh, is going up over time as well. Uh, go to FreeStateProject.org to learn more about it. I, I think that you know mistakes are going to be made, and the more stuff you do, the more mistakes you're going to make. And sure. we're all learning from uh, mistakes. That, that but we've you made have to
9: identify past. a mistake before you know it, before you can. Yeah, you know, it has to first be identified as a mistake.
0: Toll free number is eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I just hope I can do half as well as uh, Pete Nademo when I go to my first jury trial coming up at the end of the month. One I Really don't want you to go to jail. You can take control. It's a very realistic possibility. <laughs> Hour three is next. Free talk live. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features you'll find there free. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Once again, 800-259-9231. Uh, we'll continue here with a an update, a really, really positive update. It's, a, it's good news all around uh, today. Positive update on a story we haven't talked about in years on this program. We'll give you that here in a little bit. Uh, but first, we go to the phones, and your thoughts. Chris is in Indiana. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Chris. Chris Hello. Hey, you're on the air. Go ahead with your thoughts.
10: Hey, guys. Love the show. Um, first of all, just... Wanna to say to everyone that I just got done weeding my freedom garden. So everyone should get out there and do the same. What does that mean? Uh oh, you know, I got a garden, you know, in the backyard, you know, to uh you know, just to to get a little bit of independence, I guess. Oh, I see what you mean. Government. Like planting veggies
0: so, so you can have your own oh, food to eat, sure. that sort of thing. Gotcha. Exactly. I didn't know if like, you had a yeah. like a garden in your front yard because uh that is oh, you know, I resulting in people. That.
10: Hmm? I heard, yeah, I heard about that. Right, yeah, the woman that was that, looking
0: at ninety-three days uh, for having a garden in her front yard. So I didn't know if you were yeah, like Park, following Oak suit. Oak Park,
10: Michigan. Oak Park, Michigan. Yeah, I heard about that, and I I heard her interview on another radio show. All right, and, so um, so what else?
0: Sounds,
10: oh well, okay. This is what I called in about. Um. Last night, I turned in a little late, and I heard you guys talking about the bookstores closing, the Borders 400 bookstores closing
0: and stuff. Yeah, the whole chain shutting down, uh, done for. They're starting to shut down already, I think, by uh, Friday, and they're going to be done by September.
10: Yeah, like, up here in northern Indiana where I'm at, they closed theirs, like, they were starting in January, like, Mm. right after Christmas and all that. They closed theirs, like, four months ago. It's boarded up. You know what I mean. D-dump, d-dump, sh- so uh, anyway, um, have you guys ever read the book Fahrenheit 451? Any two?
0: Yep. You know what? Uh, I I, I it feel reminds like I have. Of that
10: kind
9: of.
0: Well, why I mean, is
10: Ray it? Bradbury back in the late fifties wrote it? I, I believe is mid- what, what reminds you
9: about it. I mean, that was government banning books, right?
10: Exactly. But I mean, it was more banning. But I'm not talking about this as going on right now. But you know, it could be in the future where they're kind of like through. Um, propaganda because look i get emails like every day from barnes and noble and amazon about promoting their kindles and like nooks and stuff and people they want people to just go all into electronic books instead of having the physical thing right in front of you, you there's know?
0: some advantages to it so I mean, wait are you suggesting that this is some sort of uh, diabolical plot uh to destroy you know,
10: <laughs> you know it's interesting because i'm not talking about some you know how they love to do things through incrementalism and stuff um I'm not talking about this happening five years from now, but you know maybe a hundred years from now, maybe they're trying to do something incrementally to just get rid of books I'm telling you like because how would transferring
0: electronic- them uh, to digital form help them in that cause
10: well look if 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 you really think about it if if there were like because look just the fact that four hundred bookstores are closing because mostly a lot of the reason is because of these elect people are switching over to electronic books well. um, That's true. I think it's a lot easier for them to just, you know, erase books like off these things. I'd rather have the physical thing, is what I'm saying. I suppose that a
9: virus could go around, and I I get where you're coming from with uh, with having the physical thing. But try to try to think of it this way. Um, Do you think you don't think it was some diabolical plan that the uh, all the blacksmiths and farriers went away? Do you?
10: All the blacksmiths and farriers went away when?
9: Uh, In the turn of the 20th century. Well, well, I mean,
10: I don't know. I don't, I have no idea. I well, we, really...
9: You drive a car, don't you?
10: Yes. Yeah, so do you guy do guy it because you hate church.
9: blacksmiths? <laughs> no. Well, but, I my mean, God, that, you should drive I, a horse.
10: Yeah, no, dude, man, you're, you're turning into something. You're like going into another direction. Here. I'm yeah, just it, saying that this is this interested. is
9: the march of technology. Uh, having no, a no, no, Kindle- I'm not
10: anti-technology. I'm not anti-technology. I'm not anti. I'm not saying At you all. are.
9: I'm just saying that this is what is occurring. I d- yes, they could uh, put a virus out there that would eat up your books or whatever that you have stored on a jump drive or something like that. I suppose, but I, you know, it's it's it, it okay. seems like a convenient way to keep these things. I mean, yeah. books are you know they're kind Go of on. a dusty old. With that. I disagree, Mark. I disagree.
10: I mean, okay. I respect. I mean, with I, what part do you disagree? You look, I mean, I don't think it's a convenient way to keep your books because one, first of all, like how many people want to? How many people are like? I mean, I know sometimes people read maybe two or three books at a time, but how many people want to keep their whole library everywhere they go? That's kind of I don't know. Why I do that? I'd much rather have. Well, this the thing. I well, see. Look, at look man. Look at all all look right, can we it. let's let's Hi,
0: talk Ian. about one important factor here and i think it's one of the ones you're overlooking the idea that because things are somehow now digital that they're easier to control or erase should be pretty much uh, just blown out of the water by the fact that, well, look what happens when someone releases something of interest on the internet to, say, some government that wants to delete it. Well, people like WikiLeaks and others pick it up and they mirror it, so it goes out all over the place. Having it in digital form means it's transferable, in the case of books, in almost an instant, because books don't take up a lot of data, it's just text. It's not like a movie or something like that. So you can literally transfer thousands upon thousands of books in literally an instant on the internet these days. And so, to tran- to have the ability to just copy these things anywhere anytime, put them anywhere you want to, store them in whatever medium you want. Your little virus that Mark's talking about here isn't going to hit your flash drive because it's not plugged into anything, or you can burn it to a CD or a DVD or something like that, and stick it in a folder somewhere, and then you know you're good to go. You can burn probably half the world's uh, library to you can probably burn an entire library to one DVD ROM because books again don't take up a whole lot of space. so the fact that the books are digital actually makes it easier for them to propagate and much more difficult for them to be uh, deleted or burned or whatever in, in any sort of a fashion. And in addition to that, having books being digitized, like with uh, Google taking older books and scanning them in and uh, putting them online, is actually making it so more people can reach more books than they've ever been able to reach before. It used to be that if you were trying hey, yeah, to look, find- at this,
10: though. look at this. Uh, look um, As you know, as you guys know, your eyes are part of your brain. And when you're looking at a screen, huh? when you're looking at a screen compared to a page, a physical page on a book, like the, uh, there's different waves to transmit to the eyes, which send messages to the brain. It's in a different way. So it's harder to retain something when you, and it's also harder physically on your eyes when you're looking at a screen as you've compared tipped to
9: a your hand here. Page. You've shown what? that you've, you've tipped your hand. You've shown that you don't believe that this is a conspiracy to uh, get rid of books. You've shown that you're anti ebook.
10: Well, okay, look. I had, well, I'm, come on. <laughs> you're, you're out there organically like taking that, anti- care of your. You're a, uh, uh, anti. Really, you're uh, out taking care of your organic not, garden it's, and
9: your anti e-book.
10: Not stimulating the economy because it's closed 400 stores. Think about how many jobs that that's lost. Think about how many coffee shops. You what about the
9: what about the blacksmiths? I don't what think do you you've made it. Black... Maybe you haven't. Made I'm your point telling clear. you that because cars came along and replaced. Uh, horses, that now blacksmiths and farriers, there are far fewer of them. There used to be a couple in every community. Now there are none okay, so of them.
10: One, last, one last The point Wait, I'm making is that labor that changes. Do you think e-books are good for humanity? Yes. That's just both of you. I want you to answer that. Yes. I think
0: anything that humans want is good for humanity. No, uh,
10: no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Just I just wanted a yes or no answer from both of you. All right, thanks do. for the call, right, man.
0: Up. Appreciate hearing from you. Hey, enjoy your uh, your page, your pages, your physical pages. I still have books. I don't have an e-book reader yet.
9: Mm-hmm. I think that uh, books are becoming an anachronism, just like uh, newspapers.
0: Right. I mean, he sounds like he sounds like the old man shaking his newspapers and saying newspapers will never die. I mean, come on people are moving past these things and the idea that well 400 stores have gone out of business so clearly these ebooks aren't helping the economy you are ignoring the the, the larger picture and you're ignoring the idea of creative destruction and this is what you're talking about mark without actually naming the uh, the economic uh, term for it creative destruction Sometimes things have to go away in order for new and better things to come about. And that's what you're pointing out with the farriers and yep. the, uh, the blacksmiths. Right. They if were all, useful for a time. If all
9: the blacksmiths held on, then what would they be doing right now? I mean, they went on. They got other jobs in different sec- sectors mm-hmm. of the economy. All these people and borders, they're, you know, they're moving on. They're going to get different jobs. You know, God bless them, and I hope the best for them. I'm not saying that I hate them or anything like that.
0: I don't hate Uh, people because I want to see progress. Toll-free number 800-259-9231 You can take control of the airwaves. Businesses that can't make it should die off. Because then their assets can be bought up by people that might be able to do a better job or they can completely transform into something different. Uh, 800-259-9231 You can take control of the airwaves. It's called Creative Destruction. Go and look it up. We're coming up. Free talk live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features for free. Uh, once again, 800-259-9231. You get to control the content of the website. You see something online you want to share with our listeners, you can submit it over at freetalklive.com. And uh, you click Submit Show Prep. You submit it as show prep. It can be a news article or a blog post or a video or something you find online that you think our listeners would want to see. And then others vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion. The most liked making it to the front page and the top of the website. Uh, so go and get interactive. And it's free, of course, at freetalklive.com. You know, we've been
9: talking about the Free State
0: Project off and on all
9: evening. And if you think that the Free State Project is a good idea, the idea of getting 20,000 liberty loving individuals to sign a statement that they will move to New Hampshire once 20,000 people do within five years, and you're frustrated by the rate at which people have been signing, lots of people want it to happen more quickly, myself included. Consider this idea. A small group of liberty activists making telephone calls and petitioning in public areas for signers to the Free State Project Statement of Intent. If you think that's a good idea, then you should put your money behind what your beliefs are. Go to freestatenow.com and sponsor a mover, a signer. uh, One, three or ten signers do it today. Please, we need your help. I'm going to make this happen. Me, Jason Osborne, Brian Travis and Will Buchanan, uh, names that you've heard on the show many times we're going to make it happen, freestatenow.com.
0: So we're talking books, uh, Borders Books, gone out of business. Uh, they're liquidating their inventory. They're liquidating the business now. They had a very tough time finding anybody to even buy their assets. It didn't work, really didn't work out. Uh, so they're just going you know, it belly stinks. up. It stinks.
9: I mean, it really stinks. You know, I love going to Borders Books. I like books. I've read books all my life. When's uh, the last time you were at Borders Books? When I was, was The last time it was probably in three or four years. I like the idea. I like the idea (laughs) of it, though. I love the idea that I can go someplace and sit down and and, you know enjoy books with coffee and stuff like that. But I'm not single, right? You know, I mean, I can't. Just I, I'm not consuming the books the same way I used to. And I imagine a lot of people really are into these e-reader things. Everybody's carrying around an iPad.
0: We told you you weren't here last night, Mark, but Dale and I got into this last night, and the numbers are are stunning. The the e-reader book, readers, Kindle, Nook, etc., those things are taking off in popularity. And sure they are. sales of physical books are dropping off the radar. Let's go to John listening in Indiana to WXNT in Indianapolis. John, you're on Free Talk Live at the Inn and Mark. John, in Indy. You were to- hello. Hey. Earlier,
7: earlier you were talking to a gentleman who didn't really trust the e-readers, the, mm-hmm. the Kindles and stuff like that. There is an extremely famous incident that happened early in the kindle's life um somebody had published a book on you know the kindle bookshelf and uh it turns out that they didn't really have the copyright to sell that book so amazon removed that book from everybody who had bought and downloaded it. i do
9: remember this
7: and you know what the title of the book was, don't you?
9: It had something to do with intellectual property.
0: It was 1984, oh, George that's, Orwell. That's oh, right. Wow. Now I remember. You know, uh, a that's of, a problem a with of... copyright, though. Uh, not necessarily. Well, no, no. Else.
9: He's suggesting that. Uh, go on with your story. He's saying, saying that uh, you know, Amazon apparently has some power to go get these things.
7: That's the thing. A lot, of the, a lot of the Kindle owners didn't realize that Amazon had that ability to, once you bought, purchased, downloaded, the file is in your Kindle, you're reading it, next time you turn on your Kindle, it's not there because Amazon took it back. They deleted it
3: remotely.
9: So yeah, that's unfortunate. I, I absolutely understand when you're talking about the proprietary things. You're talking about these uh, iPads. You're talking about the Kindle. You're talking about stuff where bi- a big company runs that gizmo. Mm-hmm. And th- I can see the problem. I can see the issue. But you can believe that tablets are going to become so ubiquitous, they're going to be uh, you know put together by so many different uh, places that it's going to be kind of like jump drives. The uh, uh, Logitech. If I have a jump drive by Logitech, they don't come and get my stuff out of my jump drive anymore because it's not. They have no way of doing that. They have no way There's of no doing it. There. So, you know, I think that it's going to, that as time progresses, the technology is going to move towards the people as it always does, and we will have fewer of these problems. I see the well, issue though, and I think it's a great, a great point you've raised.
7: And it's a really sad thing too because the way you know the, the media makers. And the media sellers are acting these days. They really don't want you to own a copy anymore. They want you to pay them yep. for a license to watch it and enjoy it, but it's not really yours. Yeah, I agree
0: with you. I share the same uh, the same concern. There's no doubt about that. But I also agree with what Mark's saying, and that is over time, uh, the market moves towards empowering the little guy and for instance if you go to book.freekeen.com we've got several downloadable uh, pdf and uh, there's also i think a pzb i don't even know what format that is but these different ebook uh, epub uh, ebook formats are there you can download a few books in those formats and those are yours i mean you you keep them they're yours you can put store them in whatever way uh, that you want and nobody has any control over that so if if what people want is control over their book inventory then i think the market will uh, will respond to that
7: and a lot of it has to do with you know being careful of what you buy. Are you buying a physical copy? Are you buying something that can't be taken back? Because, like I said, with that, that whole Kindle incident, that was one of the big shockers. A lot of people didn't realize that Amazon could take something.
1: It's a great
9: off your point. It is, it is shocking, but you know as well as I do that uh, we can go right now on the internet and get a free copy of 1984 just because it's that easy.
0: Yep. Hey, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one to Jason listening in Delaware to WGMD FM. Jason, you're on Free Talk Live with the and Mark. Hey, what's up? Hey, Jason, what's on your mind?
10: Uh, I was going to uh, talk about this ebook you were talking about. Sure. Um, you know how much
0: they cost? I don't. They're like over, actually.
10: 100, they're like over $100 right
0: there. Oh, you're talking no. about the reader. Oh, the reader.
8: Yeah, the, the thing that you, you know the, that you stole all the books on.
9: Sure. Um I mean when you look at a new the cost of a new hardcover, though, they're 25 dollars
0: $30, $30. Right. And don't don't a the readers do other things. Like I don't know about the Kindle, but I know that the Nook uh can, you know, like browse the internet and things Newspapers like that, Newspapers right? too, right?
14: Yeah, but you got you got people that are like way behind on technology. Like for me, for instance, I got I got an old phone and all that I haven't upgraded. Sure, my dad was talking about getting one of them, one of those uh, e-books or whatever.
0: Well, let's let's this assess guy. your uh, technology here. Uh, are you still using audio cassettes? No. Okay, are you still using VHS? VCRs, v- VCRs,
8: a couple years ago.
0: VHSs of a couple of years. Okay. Well, you know, uh, th- these things take time to change. It's not like books are going to disappear tomorrow or newspapers are going to disappear tomorrow. It's going to be a slow process. I love my books. I'm not going to get rid of all of these books. I mean, I've got books that are piled up. They mean something
9: yeah. to me. And I think that this is what the biggest argument among the, the bookies is. And I am one, um, is, <laughs> is that, hey, my books are important to me they're some of my most valuable possessions i'll pick those things up and move with me move them with me every time i move because i love them i may not have read the book in the last 10 years mm-hmm. but i've got it because
0: i love it jason thanks for the call man appreciate hearing from you uh 800-259-9231 you can take control of the airwaves bring up what you want they may still be even producing vhs cassettes out there
9: oh i can't imagine
0: i think there may still be a few vhs cassettes being produced but probably I'm not a few but uh, I think audio cassettes are pretty much done. Probably a, f- a few
9: people making cross-cut saws,
0: but too. they lasted a long time, audio cassettes did, in comparison to CDs. It's Free Talk Live. More come on This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Toll-free number for you, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features. On the site for free, so enjoy those on us, the uh, webcam, the mobile site, listen lines, listen option, listening options of various different types available there. Go to uh, listen.freetalklive.com to get some of those and explore the website because everything there is free, so enjoy it. It's all there at freetalklive.com. Now, you know that those cigarettes are going to kill you, right? And I'm sure you've been thinking about giving the e-cigarette a try as inevitably more and more people around you are picking it up and for good reasons. New scary technology. It is exciting technology is what it is. They are healthier, by the way, 22,000 times healthier. And we've got a great offer from Vaporsmiths.com. Pack-a-day smoker will save $120 a month. You can start feeling richer, feeling better, and smelling better. And what more could you want? How about a free starter kit? You can purchase 40 cartomizers with coupon code FTL when you go to Vaporsmiths.com. Shipping on orders of uh, $60 or more is free call them at 855 to get vapor that's 855 the number two get vapor or go to vaporsmiths.com and again don't forget to use coupon code ftl when you buy 40 cartimizers there and get yourself started with these uh vaporizers they're great I mean, yep. I don't even use nicotine, and I love my vaporizer.
9: Yeah, you you love playing with that thing. It, it it it's amusing to me that a guy that doesn't smoke, um, you know, has never smoked cigarettes, just enjoys puffing on that vaporizer like you do. But I, you know, there's
0: nothing there's nothing you like like a pro a promo item. If you want to practice smoke rings, man, this thing is great for it because there's no you don't have the nastiness of smoke, but yet you, you still have the the cloud. That comes out. So I've been having fun with it. Anyway, uh, vaporsmiths dot com eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's continue with you and your thoughts, and go all the way over to down under. Phil is on the line. Phil, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, good day. How you doing? Hey, good day, sir. What's on your mind?
8: All right. Alrighty, just a couple of things. Um, oh, uh, first off, it's, um, what that guy was saying about not wanting e- um, e-books to become popular—it's a big conspiracy. We're gonna lose the paper books and all that. It's just like him saying, uh, uh, "We shouldn't have these computers." What about all the people who make and repair typewriters? Mm-hmm. Don't have this. Um Also, that guy who said that uh, um, it's gonna. Sort of hurt him because he's not that technically minded. Uh, the, the market has a good habit of, of providing whatever whatever p- potential customers want. want. Um, I mean, for example, I have just a really cheap e-reader. Um, it doesn't really do anything regarding drm i just grab whatever i want drag tra- tra- them over as if it's a virtual uh, hard hold on phil
0: drm top. digital um, rights um, management that's uh th- that's, co- that's the code right. for it's what was being discussed management. earlier where did, um, companies have like a hand over your product essentially forever you're saying your reader doesn't okay. have that
8: uh, no my one doesn't have that but um but well I've, how do you get uh, books for
0: code. it you don't have to go through amazon like how how would you get a book for that thing if you're not going through amazon
8: Oh, there are ways. But then again, I I am relatively technically minded. Now, Uh. for that person who is not very technically minded, um, he will be able to choose a device which is in his hand and he will effectively bookstore in his hands. Um, He can browse, he can search, whatever he wants, he can download directly to the device. It will become so bloody simple that he will not need to be technically minded to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I, um, I mean, yes, it is still pretty early days, but I really don't think he's got anything to worry about at all. Well, you know, the, okay. now, um, also other,
9: the, the, the GD, the suggestion with um, mm-hmm. the suggestion with Fahrenheit five, 451 or whatever it was, the book, the Ray Bradbury book that I mm-hmm. read 20 years ago or whatever it was, was that uh, the government was going to come around and destroy knowledge by burning books. Mm-hmm. That genie, that that pigeon has flown the coop. The government can't destroy knowledge at this point because, I mean, look at WikiLeaks, look at uh, YouTube. I mean, there's just too much knowledge on the Internet for the government to ever get its claws into. So, yes, I agree with the the one caller who called in with the, uh, the Amazon story about uh, 1984. Wow, that's really interesting um, in this conversation. But at the same time, the government can't stop the flow of information. I agree.
8: Yeah, well, um, the, the books that I have, I have stored in my Dropbox. I also, I also have stored on multiple hard drives. So um, um, if someone does come for my books, I have copies all over the place, so mm-hmm. I will not lose my stuff. Um, now, there was also a comment before about how information looked at on a screen is not as easily retained. Um, if you're talking about an LCD screen, a backlit screen, then he is absolutely right. There are studies to show that. But uh the e-books use what's called e-paper. And uh, the only time it uses energy at all is to turn the page. And as long as you're just looking at a page, it's not using any power at all. Really? And it's just like you're looking at a piece of paper. Um, it's just a static image on, on a map brain and it it is it is just like you're looking at physical
0: paper it's interesting technology it's fascinating i I was not aware of that thank you for the enlightenment phil and thanks for the call tonight i appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231 let's continue with you and your thoughts we'll go to robert listening in west virginia robert you're on free talk live with ian and mark
13: hi uh good to be on the show i am a first time caller i discovered your show about a month ago welcome Um, sir
0: go ahead with your thoughts thank you
13: Okay, uh, quickly about Borders, um, it seems to me they, they kind of brought this on themselves. If you look at their, I mean, Barnes & Noble, the same time Borders uh, declared bankruptcy, Barnes & Noble said they had one of their best years ever. Ah, I was so wondering was how they were doing.
0: That's interesting. Was,
13: obviously, Borders did something wrong, and Barnes & Noble uh, is doing something right. And I don't, I'm not convinced it's necessarily e-books.
0: No, I agree with you. I mean, we suggested this yeah. last night, but we didn't have any information about Barnes & Noble at the time. Uh, we were only speculating, but last night, you know, the suggestion was, well, this could have just been bad business.
13: Yeah, well, I think I think partly it's bad business. It may be uh, uh, they didn't react fast enough to e-books or something, but, uh, you know, and there are a couple of uh, smaller chains. Uh, I, I don't think you have Hastings or Books a Million up in New Hampshire, but... They're, uh, they seem to be doing well, too.
0: Well, you and, know, if you, if you make a bad business decision in a situation uh-huh. where you're one of a handful of providers of a product, you can probably weather that storm. But if you make a bad business yeah. decision in an economic situation where people are, you know, times are tough, and on top of that, your product is getting more and more questionable over time as far as its popularity is concerned, that, that is going to amplify your bad business decisions and make it so maybe you won't make it through them. And it sounds like that's what happened with Borders.
3: Yeah,
13: and it seems to me Borders, you know, they made some bad business decision decisions at some point. Uh, and with Borders out of the way, they're, they tend to be in the same markets that Barnes and Noble is in. And these other two I mentioned are in they're in different markets altogether. They're more flyover country uh, chains. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing, one other thing, I kind of have a bone to pick with the book industry in general. Is is uh, I like buying hardcovers with that are printed on paper that's going to last, hmm. uh, uh, permanent quality paper. And if you go into Borders or any other book chain today, most of the hardcovers, has anyone else noticed that they're printed on the same quality uh, paper that paperbacks are now? They're going to turn yellow in five years?
9: I have noticed that the uh, the type of paper in hardcovers has gotten more and more kind of, uh, I don't know, rough and porous uh, as opposed mm-hmm. to, yeah, you know, huh. that,
0: that's been my experience. So they're cutting costs? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or uh,
13: if not cutting costs, I, I think it's a cheaper grade of paper. I think there's another motive, and that is they want you to to keep uh, – uh, if you want to have a new quality book on your shelf at all times, they want you to keep coming back and buying a new copy every five or ten Interesting. years.
0: Interesting. I would guess and, it's probably uh, more likely that they just want to cut costs. That's that's yeah, my guess.
13: Yeah, I think you're probably right. But just um, kind of a bone to pick I have with the book industry. Yeah, thanks I for the – uh, as as long as they keep uh, uh, cutting costs on us like that, the market is going to react.
0: You're damn right they are. Thanks Just for the call the tonight. I appreciate the uh, the eye-opener on that one. I didn't know I didn't know because I don't buy hardcover books, and so I, I don't pay attention to that stuff. Interesting. 800-259-9231. You can take control here. Let's talk to Scott in West Virginia, uh, listening to WVTS in Charleston. Scott, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark.
14: Hey, how are you guys doing?
0: Just great, Scott. Go ahead with your thoughts.
14: Uh, just touch something small. We were talking about intellectual property earlier and, uh, you know, about suppression of, uh, suppression of information through intellectual property. If you'd like, I can hold and wait until the break's over. be happy
0: to. Hang on, dude. We'll bring you back here in a moment. It's quite a teaser. At 800-259-9231, you can take control, even in these remaining moments coming up here. And as far as that update on that old story, we're going to probably hold on to that one. It's a big one, and we're not going to have time to share it all with you here. It's about... Uh, The Nazi pop twins we've talked about in the past, and there's some really exciting news about them. Uh, More coming up here in moments. This is Free Talk Live. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at (laughs) amp.freetalklive.com. Talk live moments remain enough time for you and your thoughts. If you make the call now 1-800-259-9231 that's the SACL CAI toll-free line 800-259-9231. The books conversation has come up again and uh, we're going to continue with it here in a moment. But first,
9: you know, the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know, a new currency will at some point take its place. Wouldn't you like to be in the ground floor of that currency? Bitcoins. They are a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world. And their value seems to only be growing with time, or at least it's trending upward. Find out more by visiting weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are trending up. Weusecoins.org.
0: All right, 800-259-9231 as we continue with you and your thoughts. We've got Scott on the line listening in West Virginia to WVTS in Charleston. Scott, go ahead with your comments. Scott, do we lose Scott in West Virginia? I'm going once. Scott. Yeah, I'm here. There you are, I'm sir. I'm here. Go ahead.
14: You lost me for a second. No worries. There uh, you no, I, uh, I was getting into intellectual property, uh, but especially in this area, I know a thing or two about it. Um, there are uh i'm not going to name names or name corporations, but there was one corporation in our area locally here that uh, purposely did not patent a lot of their products. They kept many of them in-house and they had uh they had the reins on several people uh higher ups in the company that uh uh more or less was entrusted with the with the uh with this uh, uh information so they treated them very well. For the very, very, uh, for the reason being that if uh, if they went out the door, your intellectual property went with it, and they could go get a job with somebody else, turn around, and you know the, another company would own, basically own that uh, that little bit of information. Um, mm-hmm. But that I think in in a roundabout way is kind of the way some of these uh, some of these they're doing this uh, with these electronic. Uh, Readers, I think that's part of it. I can't be certain on that, but I mean, it it kind of, it kind of hits a chord with me. It kind of makes me think, yeah, that that may be what it is, or part of what it is. And other than that, they just want to make some money off. But uh, that was that was kind of one thing I thought about. you had a, your your last uh, your caller there from Australia. I think was also mentioning about the uh, the uh, e-readers not using uh, any uh not much power when they were sitting unless you turned the page.
6: Mm-hmm. I
14: don't own one of these devices, but I can tell you I know how those work. It's based on uh, it's based on very old technology where you had what was known as a storage oscilloscope back in the 60s, and uh, they would uh, they could sit there and they could do, they could store a waveform pattern on a screen. And then they could call it up by the push of a button and it would uh it would be stored on the uh face of the screen but it's the same thing they've it's been carried over to l c d uh displays but it's uh that's, that's basically that, that argument that's been carried over. But electronic
0: very- paper, e-paper, and electronic ink are a range of display technologies which are designed to mimic the appearance of ordinary ink on paper. This is according to Wikipedia. Unlike conventional backlit flat panel displays, electronic paper displays reflect light like ordinary paper. Many of the technologies can hold text and images indefinitely without using electricity while allowing images to be changed later. Flexible electronic paper uses plastic substrates and plastic electronics for the display backplane. It's often considered to be more comfortable uh, to read than conventional displays, and this is due to the stable image, which has no need to be refreshed constantly, whereas your display that you're looking at on your computer is probably refreshing at a rate of 60 times per second, Uh, so there's a lot of work involved in that. Uh, It also, let's see here, due to the stable image, uh, wider viewing angle, and that it reflects ambient light rather than emitting its own light. An ideal e-paper display can be read in direct sunlight without the image appearing to fade, and uh, so on and so forth. There's more information there. By the way, they're also using this now uh, with pricing labels in retail shops, general signage, uh, timetables at bus stations, electronic billboards, and and more places. So, very interesting. Go ahead with uh, any other thoughts you have.
14: Oh, that was about it, but uh, maybe we can get into more discussion some other night when we're on another topic, but that just...
0: There's actually- always yeah. another topic coming, and I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's continue with Charlie, listening in West Virginia to XM Satellite Radio's America's Talk. Hello, Charlie. Charlie? In West Virginia. Uh, is that me? It might be. What's, what's your name? That's actually... Uh, I'm Kevin. <laughs> oh, well, Kevin, where are you calling from?
12: I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Uh,
0: Somebody got a little mixed up behind the board. Go ahead with your thoughts, Kevin. Apologize. All
12: right. Well, um, one thing that I'll say about the current topic is that all this talk about the uh, e-readers, I'm actually thinking about getting one for myself.
0: (laughs) We're selling e-readers. You know, if you want to buy Uh, one, you can go to uh, shop.freetalklive.com, and uh, that is our link to Amazon. There are links to Amazon there, and when you buy one through that link, Free Talk Live will get a portion of the sale.
12: I definitely would consider purchasing one that way. I appreciate it. Um, I actually am going to switch from the book topic, however. Okay. I'm just leaving an, an event in, uh, around Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. I had a really good time. It was a nice little picnic. And a gentleman uh, who I've been reading up on for a while now, his name's Sheriff Richard Mack. I don't mm. know if, you, you yep. are, if you're all uh, familiar with him. Yeah, I'm fairly Back familiar with him. He's having, been
0: kind of in the Liberty Movement for quite a while.
12: Right, right. Um, he's actually having, uh, an official speaking event in Gettysburg two days from now. So anyone who might be listening that might want to check that out, can go to sheriffmack.com Um, if I can just kind of speak to some of your listeners who, who don't know much about him, Sheriff Mack uh, was a sheriff in Arizona who, when the Brady bill was passed under the Clinton administration, the first day that it came into effect, he started a lawsuit Claiming that the Brady bill was unconstitutional and ended up taking that suit the whole way to the Supreme Court and beating the federal government.
8: Hmm.
12: Uh, and the Supreme Court ruled that it was unconstitutional. Uh, I listened to him speak for just over an hour, um, basically just uh, telling everyone that, that really government has to start with you and then go directly on to your local government and county government. And uh, basically what the findings of the Supreme Court were in this case is that your local government does not have to take any suggestions or laws from the federal government.
0: As long as they don't take the money, right?
12: Um, you know, I'm not too sure about that. that well, because usually be when
0: you head. take the money as a local, or a local or state government, if you take the money, it's like taking the 30 pieces of silver and there's all kinds of nasty uh, strings that are attached to it. But I think you're correct. Uh, if you look at New Hampshire, for instance, there's no seatbelt law here for, for adults. And as a result of that, New Hampshire doesn't get a, a specific handout from the federal government. If they were to take that handout, part of the terms on taking that handout would be they would have to take the law as well.
12: Right. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense. Um, but that's something that, that, uh, your listeners really should, uh, should realize. And, and something that I have recently realized is just that, uh, you know, federal mandates and things of that nature don't necessarily have anything to do with you. One oh, thing that he talked a little bit about, uh, today was the new federally mandated health care. He said that if it does come to pass, I'm not going to. I'm not going to use it. I will never use it. Whether they
0: haul me off to jail, I will not be using it. Me neither. And I agree with him, and I think that that's that's the best position to take.
9: I don't think that that's going to keep him in a legal position where he won't get tossed in jail or have something confiscated from him. Well, he said he didn't care if he went to jail. Oh,
12: yeah. Well, exactly. He doesn't care if he does have to go to jail because he he decided that uh, one day while he was in law enforcement that – the ultimate law of the land is the Constitution. And if something's not constitutional, he's not going to enforce it. He will never push for it. Uh, Stop uh, citing people for seatbelts and his county stopped doing speed traps and things like that because he's there and essentially every single law enforcement official and, and politician swears an oath Uphold the Constitution and protect the Constitution. Yeah.
0: how many of them doing. actually do it? though for, is the question. All I think
12: this in revenue, and I'll tell you what is, yeah. is a lot of it, and I'm fairly new to the freedom movement, but I have put a little bit of thought into, and I will definitely be thinking a lot more in the near future. About running for, for a local office.
0: Well, Kevin, uh, I, I wish you good luck. I don't think it's going to work very well because running for office uh, anywhere but uh, New Hampshire is a very difficult activity. Uh, You've but once worked you worked
9: on several campaigns. I you, hope it works for the guy. And, you,
0: I hope so, too, but as I say, realistically, it's not going to. Uh, the the two party system is very entrenched. The Free it's State Project was
9: basically started initially by a bunch of people who got uh, sick of all the, the stuff that was going on in their area. They moved up here right. to you, New Hampshire. Once and you, you get, get tired a much better chance of get elected,
0: of banging here. your head up again. Against the uh, electoral system there in Pennsylvania, take a look at FreeStateProject.org, and I thank you for the call tonight. Because Sheriff Max, right, Uh, the right thing to do when you're told to do something by these tyrants, these little tyrants, whether they be federal or state or or local, is to say no. And whether it's, it doesn't matter (laughs) what their threats are. If enough people say no, they only have so much room in those prisons. There's only so much that they can do to punish us. So let's get together with other like-minded people and stand for freedom, like Pete Nademo did over at LibertyOnTour.com and CopLock.org. We're out of time for tonight. If you didn't get in, call us tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Online in the meantime, freetalklive.com. What if the key to achieving liberty in your lifetime was to move together with others who think like you? Liberty activists are joining the Free State Project, which is over halfway to its goal of 20,000 participants. And they're already making the move to New Hampshire. The successes are piling up and are proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. From demonstrations and vigils to outreach and volunteering, there's a lot going on in Keene. Keen is also the undisputed Liberty Media capital of the world, with television, talk radio, and more, all originating here. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at FreeKeen.com and get connected with video, audio, free books, a forum, and activist tools you can download and use in your area at FreeKeen.com. That's FreeKeen.com.